What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. Oh, I'm going to give y'all a different music, man, because our Tuesday night goes something like this. Data in the building. Thanks for joining me live once again for the evening service. And we got a great short version show for you today. Today, we're going to talk about Britney Spears revealing in her new book, her new memoir, that she was a toxic mother while being pregnant with her two children, her two sons that she has by Kevin Federline. I believe his name is Kevin Federline. And why this falls right into the things that I warn you men about about women when they have children with you, how they change. We're going to reveal that story today that she reveals here. They don't realize that they're backing up everything that I teach you. And yes, your wife can turn easily into a toxic baby mother. Yes. I love stories like this because it plays right into my hands. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to have a straggle and sniggle theater. We're going to play a video, an old video, a classic video of a district attorney I don't know what state, but I believe it's in Florida, counseling uh, family law attorneys on how to file temporary restraining orders against fathers to gain an advantage in the family law system. We're going to talk about that. We're going to let this sister cook about the current state of the world, although I don't agree with everything she's saying. Interesting enough, she has an interesting take on Andrew Tate. In this situation here, we're going to actually have her explain on the current situation with feminism. Of course, it talks about some of the things that I said in the book, De-Evolution. The link is in the description box below. Oh, man, she has an interesting take, and I don't know who paid her, but I'm going to let the sister cook, and we have all of that. But do me a favor, and we may go longer because I got some interesting news about where I was supposed to be uh, tomorrow. And that has already been moved again. Of course, you're when you're dealing with the courts, you're dealing with games, gang games in the building. And I was supposed to be in court tomorrow. But of course, the hearing was moved. Just I just got this news 10 minutes before I came on here. Second time they moved it in my custody case. Second time uh, they want fathers to fight. But of course, games will be played. You know what I mean? It's, that's how it goes. All right, hire my lawyer in April. Still haven't seen a judge. I won't see a judge possibly to November. They're proposing January. Wow, but that's how it works, man, and hopefully I'll have more information about that. All right, so um, anyway, and I will be on my show. Uh, normally, I wasn't going to be here tomorrow, but I'm going to be back tomorrow, so shout out to y'all. At least, at least I can continue to do my show, and I might continue to cook. All right, today, I might continue to cook a day. All right, and so here's what we got going on there. Uh, but anyway, anyway, what we got going on is we got a great show for you. So do me a favor, man. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. The likes are free and to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious new 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 world order CGA channel indeed shout out to y'all man yep they're going to kick the can down the road to us no no point to even um have the have the move happen so what we're trying to do is get my son to move via his request they know it's a L but if they kick the can down the road into the second semester of school 
and he's uh, getting close to finishing the second semester, then it, he'll be a senior. He'll be a high school senior. Then there will be no need to move. So you see what I mean? It's all, it's all part of the plan. So anyway, uh, other than that, I did what I needed to do, and I did what I needed to do to fight, and it is what it is. Threw a couple, hundred, threw a couple tens of thousand dollars away, and uh, it is what it is. So anyway, we know what's up. We know that there was going to be an L taken, and they're going to kick that can. <laughs> All right, but uh, anyway, we'll talk about it. Uh, can I po- Can you post the list? What list? All right, I don't know what list you're talking about. All right, so anyway, um, what do we got going on? Yep. Uh, what do we got going on? Uh, let's get to the earlier contributors to the day show. Shout out to my and um, it's uh, he says, and in this corner we have the agent of chaos. The princess of plunder, the spirit of the devils, the destroyer of families and the killer of babies, the drug-induced American black woman. Ring the bell. Not just the black ones either. All right. It's not just the black ones either, man, but uh, it's all races for sure. And it's part of the game. But at the, at the end of the day, I have done what I needed to do. But uh, let's get over to uh, any other the alternative usages here. We'll check this out real quick. I don't think we have any more. The, the evening service is normally delayed in terms of the support. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? But feel free to contribute. Feel free to contribute to what's going on. And uh, you know what? I got, oh, you know what it is? I need to get our Tuesday girl up. We'll do it live. Let's get our Tuesday girl up. Same girl as earlier in today, but uh, it is Tuesday and we'll capture her live. Where is she at? Eating at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. There it is right there. Look at that. Oh, yummy. Ah, she looking good. Look at our Tuesday night. Oh, my goodness. This is crazy, man. Look, look. Oh, the humanity. Yee, yee. All right, man. She looking good out there. She ain't got no stretch marks at the bottom, no, but she probably covering up all the stretch marks. Look at her. She just happy as large out there. Happy as large. Ah, she with the glizzy, too. Oh, that's how she will chomp you down, too. She'll chomp. Ooh, wait. Eyes rolled in the back of her head with it. <laughs> All right, y'all did just end. Uh, Mr. Organic was telling y'all the BBW be on point. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Jeez, man. That stuff just flapping around. And these are part of the seven deadly sins, man. Vanity and gluttony in one. Oh, not the glizzy. That's how she will chomp down on you. Have you ever had that on a Tuesday night? (laughs) 260, I'm not going to lie. All right, definitely 260, I'm not going to lie. Wowzers. All right, man, this is actually crazy, man. But shout out to our Tuesday girls here. The Tuesday girls do get it in, and they do make it real around here. I know some of y'all, man. I know some of y'all starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Y'all starving big time watching all that. Watching all that in the bag of Chip Ahoy. Chips Ahoy, they should say, around there. Anyway, oh, I see what happened. I see what happened. I was like, something happened on PayPal. All right, yeah, it did. I definitely saw what happened there. Why did they do that? Oh, man, they did me dirty over on PayPal. All right, somebody took my money. All right, anyway, what do we got coming up here? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get into it. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle, all right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater is back in here. And uh, let me change my banner, let me change my David banner 
Where is it? Right there. All right, Straggle with Snickle Theater. We're going to take you to a parking lot near you. And uh, this is a young straggle hit and run. You know, you got to watch out for young straggles. Young, young, young drivers in general will do stuff like this. And uh, let's take you to the scene of the crime. Apparently, a straggle hit a reading rainbow and all the liberals got together and it didn't turn out well. Let's take you to the scene of the crime. This lady Uh-oh. is running into this guy. Basically, she backed up into him and then um, she didn't move Uh-oh. because he hasn't moved yet. And then she oh, she's running him. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> this- oh, humanity. He said, oh my God. Uh-oh, okay. You got a strat. Why are you going behind my car? Oh, man, this is a deadly matchup of liberals here. Uh, you do have a reading rainbow ninja or a Latino <laughs> Latino ninja reading rainbow. I'm not sure what to call his uh, particular persuasion or gender at this point. But uh, he definitely came out. Oh, my God. All right. And uh, we came out with a dark-legged strag. All right. I can't tell if she's wearing um, leggings or not. But there's some chocolatey legs there. And uh, she does not have a care in the world about hitting and damaging his property. A strag never does. All right. A straggle never does. But let's see what happens here. Maybe they'll trade insurance cards. I have no idea. Let's take you to the scene. You're hitting me. You broke my car. You broke my car. Give your car. Call the police. Call it hurry up. Oh, no. Oh, oh this, God, wow. Wow. Oh no. Wow. You need to move. Oh no. Get away from my car. Get away from my car. Oh man. Oh, booty cheeks out. The strag is out. Oh my goodness. Early in the morning in Costco. Man almighty. A straggle definitely don't care about damaging property. Take a look at that. All right, yeah. Oh, humanity. All right, and she's like, get away from my car. I mean, do you realize you just damaged property? I don't know what you're really looking at here, ma'am. You can't do this. <laughs> no. Hello. There was an incident in the parking lot. Uh, at Target. Target. Uh, oh, no. We got the license. Oh, look at this. <laughs> We got the license plate, ma'am. I mean, oh, humanity. you see the damage. Is that Texas? Or I can't tell. No, that's not Texas. I can't tell what state that is. Take a look. I mean, you do have some splaining to do. And this is what happened when, yeah, you know what I mean? Two liberal ideologies clash together. One going to win. And the reading rainbow, definitely not a match for the straggle daggle. And she got up out of there. She's going to have to explain that damage here. She doesn't have a care in the world uh, that her license plate. Driver's Oh, man, she got out of there. And uh, let's take a look without the volume full speed here. There you go right there. You got a long-legged straggle-daggle. She don't give a ish about life. She don't have a care in the world, and she's never wrong. Definitely not. And uh, you got a reading rainbow ninja who's going to hop out. Let's get his uh, Let's get his voice here. Let's get his voices here. He's going to be. Oh, my God, she's in the car. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, definitely was at the BLM march together. Oh You're man! You broke my car. Oh, you broke my car! Oh my goodness, man! You broke. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> and they're out of here. What state is this? And then somebody texts the person he gay. <laughs> All right, what does that have to do with it? And take a look at the disregard of prop property, man. Jesus, I mean, 
ladies, get your straggles. Definitely somebody texted he gay. Oh, look at her. She don't even care about human life at this point, life or limb. <laughs> and she's a flatback. Look at her. She's enraged. And she definitely feels she's in the right. This is the funny thing about it. I always tell you when you're dealing with straggles, they always think they're in the right. They're like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm emotional. I'm going to throw a fit. I'm, I'm right, obviously. You're wrong. And there goes the no accountability. And she's like, I'm out of here, ninja. Look, she don't care about his his personal safety. Nothing. She don't care. She on video. Oh, man, she out of there. All right, we did. Oh, man, boy, you deal with the women, man. I tell you, man, they be out here. They be out here. They have no cares in the world when they're wrong. Oh, man, this is what happens when you play the victim Olympics. Uh, let's take you to this guy right here. Apparently, we do have uh, White Wolf has definitely evaded, uh, invaded the community. Take a look at this. Take a look at White Wolf. Uh, them, old, them young girls don't want you. Uh, and certainly the, the, uh, the bedwinches of society have no problem. They right at home with daddy right here. They right at home. Where's daddy? Where's my daddy sound effect? Okay, daddy. Yeah. Get him, daddy. What did I tell you about the curious relationship? I did a stream on this one. The curious relationship between the white man and the black woman. You guys need to study this. Um, it is more prevalent and known that uh, the black woman, the sister, has definitely lent herself to the uh, older white man for, for the, our entire lineage in our country. And they always project that it's the black man that is sniveling behind the white woman. But that's not true. Young black women definitely do be up under the armpit of white men. And I don't care. I, I really don't care. But it needs to be explored a lot more because Zaddy been paying a lot of bills. Get him, Daddy. Zaddy been paying, uh, fixing a lot of binds. They love they white man, uh, white slave master. <laughs> they love them deep down inside. They love them. And that's why they hate the white woman so much because they really can't get the marriages. You know, they've been just, they just be winching in the bed. Okay, daddy. They can't get the marriages though and move behind the, uh, the gates of the suburban communities, but they can get in the hotel rooms. Uh, they love it, man. They love them. So white, but you know, they corporate, uh, they corporate master too. They love they corporate uh boss. All right, they they're really more loyal to their corporate boss, my manager, my boss. They love their boss. All races of women love they boss. All right, so look at them. Take a look, and she at home. Look at them. Come on, Zaddy, give me your look. Twerking on them. Look at all these girls out here looking for jobs out here, looking to get buyings fixed. I'm in a bind, they looking to get buying fixed, man. Look. And take a look at them. They just happy as hell. Give me go. Where dad? Where's Zaddy at? Get him, Daddy. There he is, Zaddy. Look at her. She like look at me out here with my Zaddy. All right, yeah. Get him, Daddy. Corporate Zaddy. All right, government Zaddy. Zaddy, Zaddy. Okay, Zaddy. Okay, Daddy. All right, there they are. Just happy as hell, and he's showing all his teeth. Look at this ninja guy. His old ditches. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing all his teeth. Like, pick me. He got a, he picked them a nick. All right. That's why when they invite me to picnics, they be like, uh, nah, hey, man, you want to come to the picnic? We having a picnic. I'm like, a picnic? You want me to come to a picnic? That sound racist. How, how does that sound? Like, pick a nick. All right. This is what happens when they go to the picnic. Even Yogi Bear said the picnic basket. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he got the picnic grinning. 
Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. All right, he like, let me pick me a Nick at. All right, yeah, look at all of them. Yep, he got his teeth fixed. He like. Niggas always got to show they teeth. All right, yeah, man. And he know, man. And let me tell you, man, these girls do something strange for a little bit of change with these boys right there. Look at old Paul Wall ass ninja. All right, he been plucking little picnics for a long time. Niggas always got to show they this man has had more. Listen, let me tell you something. This man have had more black women than some of you black men out here. Who want to mm. who want to debate me on this topic? <laughs> who want to ba- debate me on this topic? I bet you that man has had more fine black women than most of you ninjas. Who want to debate me? I can guarantee it. I guarantee it. Nobody want to debate me. <laughs> he's had more fine light-skinned and chocolate black women than most of y'all ninjas y'all don't y'all don't hear me though all right and uh let's give you the next one here i think this is a skit all right but oh they got some crazy music on it so i'm gonna have to make the music let me make the music go away all right let's share the video apparently this is a woman um this reeks of a skit because i wouldn't imagine Somebody would just be recording like this, but uh, let's take you to the video here. It looks like a flatback Supreme. She got her feet out, and uh, here we go right here. <laughs> uh, here it is right there, flatback Supreme. Apparently, she has a tire issue. Uh, I don't see the issue, but apparently, she's going to go ahead and uh, get her equipment out, and of course, they don't need no man. I don't think this is going to work, ma'am. Whatever we need to do to help her out, you know, yeah, oh no. And I don't think uh, I don't think the flatbacks got the strength. I don't think you got enough strength. And there's not enough coca. There's not enough coca to let me know that getting a bike tire probably not gonna fill the tire up. She got them big boats out. She got them big ass uh uh mud flap feet out. Yep, there you go. They be having some long feet for some reason, like mermaid flaps. All right, but uh, what are you checking on? What 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 are we doing? What what are you actually? Oh no, this ain't gonna work. Mm. All right, yeah, you know you're independent and you're independent for a reason. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything that is all independent. Yeah, that it does take all independence, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if how much air you can get in a tire. Uh, I've never tried it though. I've never tried it, so perhaps it could work. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong. I've never tried it, so I don't even know, man. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Stragglers Niggle Theater here. Uh, this is the last one. This uh, We have an Indian woman. All right, Indian woman here. Shout out to the Indian simps out here. Giving black men a run in the, in, in a, in the world population here. Here is a uh, feminist Indian woman. She's going to talk about how uh, she wants to be single in her 20s. We know that feminism is spreading all the way in New Delhi and, and far, far and wide in between. Shout out to my Indian brothers. Um, you guys are losing your women. And oh, by the way, uh, these women have some beautiful hair, by the way. If you ever actually never been, I've had my first Indian woman this year. Um, and uh, she was a wonderful woman. All right. But um, her hair was fantastic. Her hair was so beautiful. I've never had a woman with such beautiful natural hair. The only problem is she also had a lot of hair on her legs, you know, just she also had a lot of hair on her legs. Like, it's just something they can't control. It is what it is. 
Like, it's probably something that they deal with every day. Like, they grow hair is so thick and lustrous. All right, <laughs> but hair amazing. I've never seen it. Like, I was like, that hair is fat. But the thing is, they be having hair all on their bo- the body, too. Body hair. But they, never mind. This is a family show. I would tell you some other things that I discovered about her that were fantastic. Boy, I would tell you. Any women, I'm going to tell you. Thumbs up. If you never had you one, you might want to try you one. All right, but uh, anyway, <laughs> here we go right here. All right, uh, she got something to say here about being single in her 20s. How did you guys know they're getting feminist out here? Here we go. The number of people that are getting engaged and married and moving in with people, I can't help but feel like, holy sh- my time is running out. Not that my time is running out to meet someone, but that this short, single, independent version of myself is not going to be here for long. That maybe tomorrow I might find someone and my life is going to change and I don't want it to change, you know. I just really like this phase of my life. As amazing as marriage is and as amazing as it is to have a family and to move forward in life, to stay still is also an incredible thing. And I just love it whenever i was with someone i was so distracted from what i truly wanted in my life and i always felt so held back in my life because they were taking up too much space in my head that i could not do anything else i could not function properly and now that i have been so bloody single i have poured that time and energy into myself and it has been the most rewarding thing of my life when i'm 30 or 40 i'm gonna look back and be so grateful to this 25 year old version of myself that decided to stay single and build something good for herself. This is the prettiest I have felt, most confident I have felt, the most focused and driven I've been. Everything to do with the way I carry my life forward. I think it's so hot. I'm sure that I wouldn't have been able to do this if someone was distracting me. So if you're genuinely anxious in your life of not finding a partner, use this time to get to know yourself and do something for yourself. You might feel lonely. Let that be a feeling that comes and goes. Don't fixate on it too much, but Never stop enjoying this phase. You can be so selfish. And that is the biggest gift that you can give to yourself. With the- yeah, I mean. I, didn't, I know you don't like to join me today. And I tell you that I need to work on my Indian accent. I tried to work on it. I can't do it because I sound like a drunk Jamaican. All right. Uh, but uh, anyway, I can tell you. That I understand that all the word that she tell me today. All right, uh, <laughs> here you go, right here. Hey, she also is saying. Uh, now here's the thing: she looks like a little woman. I could tell looking in this seat. This is a small woman, right? So this is a small little petite woman. I say she's pretty attractive. She's not ugly. Um, you know, it's she's certainly annoying. I would say that, and she's experiencing. <laughs> She's experiencing the best part of her life. I'd fold her ass up, and I'm going to tell you, man, boy, I t- never mind. I can't say it. I could say it, but I know the private investigators watching. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, man, boy, them silver dollars, them, 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 them pepperonis on her. Man, never mind. Let me stop. But uh, I bet you she has a beautiful. Let's continue. The problem is she's saying she feels the best that she's ever felt in her life. She also says. Um, she also says she feels the best. She feels beautiful and all of these things. See, this is the trick. This is the trick of nature. Of course, she feels the best. Of course, she looks her best. Of course, she feels free. She's building something. She's excited about it. Everything she's saying is true. Everything she says basically is the free agent lifestyle. But the problem is we know how this story is going to end. We know how this story is going to end. 
this is not going to end well. Yes, they're dark. Yes, they're dark. It's going to be like when you when you unpack it, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't notice. I wouldn't have thought. But anyway, but she's a free agent, so she should feel good about the position she's in in life. Now, her counterpart, her counterpart, men in her age group probably don't feel this way. They're probably going to look at it and they're going to say, look, man, I would do anything for you. I would help build with you. I want to annoy you. I'll, I'll try to treat you. Now, if I'm looking at her vehicle, her vehicle is um, looks like a luxury type vehicle. I can tell this. There's two tone looks like leather seats or somewhat leather seats. This looks like a nice vehicle. So the problem that 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 uh, men are going to have to try to get into her life and not annoy her and want to try their best to get a woman and settle down and get, you know, try to sleep with her, if you will. He's not like she doesn't need the guy. She doesn't need him. Her father is taking care of her very well. And she doesn't seem to be in a rush, which is great. But the thing is, when you move this needle down five, 10 years, it's going to look like something else. It's a Tata car. All right. Because I think they're in the UK. Are they in the UK? Looks like a BMW. I can't tell. It looks like a nice vehicle. I can't tell. So daddy's taking care of her. She can, she can parlay what daddy has done and build something good for herself. That's great. But then she's going to come back to, uh, she's going to come back to a guy down in India or in the UK or whoever they arranged to be. And she's going to say, and that's you. She's going to be like, nah, I mean, listen, I'm looking to be a wife. And then she's going to try to turn all of that in. So I wish her well. The only problem is we have already heard this story time and after time again. And typically it doesn't work. They want to be on their own timeline. They're excited about life. They're often probably given the better things in life because she's young and she's attractive, right? She's young. She's energetic. She's attractive. Men want, men want this type of woman, right? So she's getting people to listen to her. She's getting job offers. But that's going to slow down at some particular point, and it's going to catch up to her. So shout out to her on that one and that straggle in Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Yeah, man. Anyway, let me check over here on some earlier contributors to today's show if there are, and uh, or, or we'll keep it rolling if they're not. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got going on here. We got, uh, okay, let me see if I can say your name. Because sometimes I can't say names here. Shout out to Winnie Wall. He says, did you just coin another term? A Latino ninja. A ninja. Lin a, a ninja. A ninja. All right. I can't say it that fast. A ninja. Latino ninja. Priceless from New York City, sir. Shout out to everybody in New York. All right. New York. New York. All right. What are we going here? We got our brother here. Let me say here. Alinja. Shout out to Mr. Offset. He says, recently, I had an experience that made me reflect on gratitude while preparing for a vacation with my son and the mother of my child. On the day we leave, I noticed that tire air pressure alert on her SUV gauge going to get gas. When I asked, she mentioned it had been that way for about two weeks. Upon inspection, there was a nail in the tire. She was considering risking the drive but I didn't want to take any chances that there's no spare, right? I suggested we head to the airport to rent a vehicle. Fortunately, my Amex status allowed me to secure a rental immediately. 
I transferred our belongings and hit the road six hours later. I was a bit surprised that she didn't express appreciation, especially considering the unexpected expense. It made me ponder that they never say thank you or I'm sorry. It's sad. Yep, that's weird. I think some of these things, you know, not all women experience this. Hopefully a lot of other women have been taught and learned that, you know, the oil light, the check engine light, right? Tire uh, pressure gauge. These are all important things. And um, hopefully not a lot of women are doing that. And then, then when you come in for the rescue, you should have came into the rescue. Also associated with that. Let me tell you what is also associated with that. There's also embarrassment. We guys got to understand one thing about women. I, I, I'm here to teach you about female nature and women. Okay. They are embarrassed. When they are embarrassed, it's hard for them to admit that they made a mistake or they would have put you in a bad situation, right? You would have drove or let's just say she was driving. You didn't pay attention to the dash and there was a tire blowout. Okay. She would have been like, I don't understand what happens. And then it was discovered that there was a, you know, a nail in the tire or potentially a, she, she knew that there was a check, the tire pressure alert on for two weeks, right? You would have, it, the mistake would have been actually manifested itself. You're driving six hours. That tire probably certainly would have had some issues. So then she would be like, oh, well, I didn't understand, right? That, that victim. So she didn't have a chance to be a victim. So instead of saying, you know what? Damn, I should have really paid attention to that. All right, man, that was really dumb of me. Thanks for saving me from being a dumbass. Thanks for saving our potential life because we probably would have had a blowout and would have hit the, the guardrail and or went over the edge of a uh, into a ravine. Like that's these are things that probably would have happened here. But since they didn't. And she was discovered to have failed. In a certain adult responsibility, it's hard for them to come back and say thank you. It's hard. You guys got to know this about them. That's got to know this. So when you've discovered something about them that embarrasses them, it's hard. And this is just, this is humans in general. <laughs> this is humans in general. But, you know, when it comes to women, they can actually get away with it mostly. Men cannot. Yeah, that pride. All right, they got that pride, man. This is one thing you have to know about them. And I'm here to educate you. I'm not here to talk negative about them. It is how it goes. Okay, shout out to Chris Abney says, happy Gordita Tuesday. He says, best wishes in your fight for fatherhood. Respect you even more than I already did. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, man, I got five figures on this and ain't seen the judge in six months. <laughs> it is what it is, man. But I already knew that that was part of the battle. That's part of the game. All right, and uh, it is what it is, but my point's going to be proven. Shout out to Jeff, the producer, says salute, coach. Salute, salute, salute is on the wall. Let me see here. We got it going on. Let's get ready for the rest of the show. Let this sister cook. Let me see here. What is this right here? Um, hmm. Okay, I don't have a tab for it, but um, we got this sister here. We got this sister here that wants to say something. So uh, let's pop this up on the, the menu real quick. There it is right there. Um, there it is right there. And uh, let's let her cook. Ready and go. 
Female representation today is trash. Matter of fact, it's below trash. It is a dumpster fire that a bunch of hobos had a circle jerk over. Mainstream media and government give us extremes like Pearl, who is an Uncle Tom to all women, or Jada Pinkett Smith, who is literally the epitome of female narcissism. Where we do have intelligent women like Candace Owens, they only put their little puppet in front of our face where it furthers whatever gender her sponsor is trying to promote. Cardi B literally took a dump on Instagram Live and we laughed this indecency off. Kim K sucked her way to a billion dollar bandwagon just so her and her plastic husband hopping sisters could collectively make us feel physically inadequate. So we're perpetually chasing this bad bitch image, which by the way, got every single one of them dumped, divorced, ditched, or cheated on on national television. All right, let me stop it right there. This is going to be hard for us to get through the entire video uninterrupted here. Uh, something crawled up her butt, but what she's doing is taking the position of, hey, uh, we have been, as what she's talking about from the female position, we have allowed the wrong women to represent us. That's essentially what she's saying. And she's taking shots at everybody. She's talking about Pearl, Candace. Oh, she, she's talking about Pearl Davis. Uh, Candace, she called, him, she called her Uncle Tom for women. She also took a shot at Candace Owens. And now Cardi B and the Kardashians. So she's playing the middle here. She's playing the middle saying that women's reputations have been dragged down intentionally and women have been gaslit. So this is her position. Again, I'm going to agree with some things and disagree with some others. I'll take it for what it is. I do wonder who has sent her. New, 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 new world order. Because she's literally talking a lot. I mean, this is either she rehearsed this or uh, it, she had to have rehearsed this, all right? And there's some things that are written down. You could tell, I, I, I have no idea, all right? But let me continue with the video uh, and let her cook. I wish the music wasn't in the background. For our viewing pleasure, by the way. And if that's not bad enough, you turn into the VMAs, where every female performer is reciting slut rap half naked, scissoring their counterpart or twerking on stage. The only feminists that do gain any traction are bull dykes that hate men while simultaneously trying to look like one, or transgender women who are attempting to eliminate the classification of women while bashing men, introducing this new form of misogyny that I can't even begin to wrap my fucking head around. All right, so there's the shot at the red pill, if you will. So she's going in on everybody. She's taking shots at everybody. She's talking about uh, feminists, transgender. She's taking a shot at um, uh, red pill, a uh, new form of misogyny, if you will, and all of that stuff. So, uh, somebody tells me, something tells me she's new, been, new, 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 new world order. all right, she's been bought because she's going in on everybody. Uh, uh, and it's pretty organized. So let me see what else that she has to say. All under the guise of fake tits and wigs. And to further that ridiculousness, they give Bruce Jenner the Woman of the Year Award, where he goes on stage with the stick and berries still flopping around under his ball gown to tell women the biggest challenge they face is figuring out what to wear. Not unequal pay, sexual harassment, domestic violence, or victim-blaming rape survivors. No, no, it's what skims to pair with your ball gown. Are you fucking kidding me? And then the women who do represent us want us to idolize transactional sexuality. Ah, uh, there it is. So there you go. So. Uh, she got, she's touching on some hot stove topics, which would be considered hate speech in 2019. I'm going to just let you know. She wouldn't have been able to get away with this in 2019, but it looks like the social media is starting to let anything go and anything grow. Um, and it is what it is. So now she's talking about uh, the monetized dating marketplace. Women, women uh, sex work is work. And now you're seeing it got out of hand. You can't even tell the sex workers from the regular women. All right, so... 
Uh, actually, if you want, I have time today. I'm going to play a video of the attire women wear when they perform sex work, OnlyFans. He's talking about OnlyFans, okay, being pushed on the women and giving these young women an opportunity. Uh, yeah, you can't even tell the regular women from the sex workers now. And that's been all organized, according to her. Let's continue. And the name of empowerment, just so they can turn around and worship a former incel proclaiming himself an alpha male because he worked out and made some money. All right, so that's a shot at Andrew Tate. All right, I believe that's an Andrew Tate shot right there. So she she's taking shots at at both sides of what what she would consider the extremes. And I'll play it again, and I'll pause at some of the things there. But uh, she's going off for about a minute and a half, two minutes here. Off of a podcast, they'll pass on a good man who's romantic, respectful, emotionally intelligent, all because they're equally yoked him in way of finances, which, by the way, is a right that we fought for just so we could turn around and demasculinate men on the premise of their fucking wallet. All right. So that's actually a good point there. That's where she's saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, women fought for equality. And now that they have money, they're saying you ninjas is broke out here. So she's hitting some great points there, and there she is looking off at her script. New, 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 new world order. But it's very good video here. Very good video. Make this make sense. And all of this is at the hands of mainstream media and American government propagating women to such a deplorable point that the genders are now divided. We have eliminated chivalry, romance, and practical gender roles just so we could double down on the slave force and destabilize the American family. I mean, that's the evolution. So she's hitting some great points. She's right. Let's continue. Turning everybody into a never-ending ATM that they only withdraw from until we shrivel up and die on a fixed income that couldn't sustain any remnants of a happy and healthy life. All right, so that's doom and gloom CGA. She's preaching right there. So this is doom and gloom CGA. So now we're slave wage. Now we're beholden on one income, but you can't support yourself on it. I've been... Telling us that's where we're here right now. And we're stuck. We're never getting out of it. Let's continue. Tell me what I missed. Tell me what I got wrong. <laughs> oh, man, boy. Um, I was going to say something. She does look like a young Jane Kennedy. She does look like a young Jane Kennedy. And um, if she's in a bind, I would fix that bind. All right. So interesting. Interesting there. I, I don't know who she is. I think people are sharing her videos on other people's accounts, so you can't really tell who she is and where she came from. But there are a lot of women out here that are speaking up to try to bring the message back. But here's the problem with it. This is this is the problem. This is the problem I find. It's they let this go too far. I blame this on women like her. Now, I don't know what age she is, so she might not have had a great part in it. But I've been saying from the beginning, it is the women that allowed this because they cherry picked on both sides. It is the lukewarm woman. It is the moderate woman. It is the lukewarm feminist, the moderate woman that allowed this shit to get here. And yes, now they're grifting. Now they're grifting because they see the lane has moved over here. Samantha Lee, any of the female content creators. I could give them a pass and say, I'm glad you guys are speaking up. But what the problem is, is they allowed this shit to go this far. Hit the like button because, because I'm about to cook here. We got time. I got more time. And if you hit the like button, the, now the views have stagnated because the likes have stagnated. More, everybody knows I'm here. So we should get the likes to 800 and we'll get another 600 people in here. 
See, these people like her, I have to go ahead and say, this is your fault. I have to prosecute you. I have to charge you here. Because when WAP came out, I just weren't, when WAP came out, we told you, this is going to open Pandora's box. Certainly it did. They saw how much money these women made, Megan Thee Stallion, and everybody's like, she, I don't understand the attraction to that woman at all. I haven't seen one good-looking picture of that woman. Zero. And I'm questioning if, if it's a woman at all. Questioning. But Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, it, we said, now you're taking it too far. That wet-ass punani, you're going too far with it. And, of course, what happened? Icy Spicy, Spicy Red, all of these other um, women that said, oh, it's time to make a bag. I could talk trash, too. So now I've gone too far. Now they're scissoring each other on the stage. Then now y'all want to reel it back in. Oh, let's reel it back in. We didn't realize it was going to go that far. Well, the men who speak in the spirit of Elijah, we told you, it, it's going too far now. You guys should have stopped it back then, but you didn't. You said there's nothing wrong with it. I showed you videos at the time of young kids, like babies, twerking and dancing to this music. You were twerking and dancing. It was cute and funny. Y'all had fun all summer. And every time it came in, you had your kids singing it in their car seat. Now, all of a sudden, it's gone. Now, you're like, what is this? We need to reel it back. You need to reel it back. Now that we have extremists, people that are, cons yeah, Sukiyana, Sukihana. These are examples of y'all let it go too far. You let the first one go. And you guys called us weak men for charging you for uh, wet ass punani and now look at what you got now you're watching your your shows mtv shows going off the rails now you can't reel it back in and i also said in this situation here and and many people like me have been warning you the people that allowed this to go this way now you have extremists now you have a hey, pearl car uh, uh what's the girl's name she said candace owens andrew tate you guys have allowed the extremists to gain popularity because people got tired of sitting in the middle. The people in the middle were too quiet. Now you got Kim Kardashian as an extreme, Cardi B as an extreme, Andrew Tate, Kevin Samuels, CGA, the red pill as an extreme, Candace Owens as an extreme, Pearl as an, now the extreme people that are willing to speak up. Now you've created that. So you can't get mad that people have extreme views now that you disagree with. Because the people in the middle, like she's trying to play, were quiet for way too long. Not only were they quiet, they were part and partial of the bullshit, cherry picking, acting like being in the middle was the place to be. Now she's sounding like an extremist. Now she's trying to take an extreme position to try to move the needle. It's too late. It's too late. What you would need is the extreme to actually wither into either go into a further extreme or try to come back into a center position. This is what's happening. Okay. Hold on for a second. All right. Anyway, I was, somebody put some long ass thing. It, 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 it distracted me. <laughs> so it's one of those things. So now she wants to act like extreme. And now she wants to take shots at all the extremists and move the message back to the center. Oh, another thing she talked about. It's talking about now we, uh, now we have what? We work so hard to get equality and pay. To, to the point where women now make more than men and demoralize men. Guys, this is all I talked about in my book, The Evolution. And everybody thought I was crazy when I put the book out. Now look at us. This is where we are. 
And then when the economy gets tight and now the inflation goes up, now shrinkflation, now price gouging, now the corporations are running away with the bag. Now you got money laundering at the highest levels of our country's administration. Now people can't even survive off one livable wage when in four years ago you could. You can make it happen. Now that the student loan debt is about to be reinstalled, now guess what? Hey, look, we need to, we need to get back together as a family. <laughs> now she's saying now that the women are out here can't afford to live and they rent due, right? Your rent's due. Now she realizes we've been put in a position of wage slavery. And she guarantee you she was, she was the one that did Biden. How much would you want to bet? She was out there ready to fight in the street about doing Biden. Oddly enough, you know who was missing in the conversation? Donald Trump. You know who was missing in the conversation? Joe Biden, right? These political forces that allowed us to get in this position. Now she wants us to, now you want, listen, there's a common phrase. There's a phrase. The phrase goes like this. An emergency on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. And I think I'm misquoting it again a, a little bit. But there's a phrase that says something like that. Listen, emergency on your part doesn't constitute a, a, an emergency on my part. So, like, uh, this happens typically when you're at work. You go to work. Somebody comes in. You, you have your day planned. Right. You have your schedule plan. You have your meeting. You have everything. And somebody comes in and there's a fire. Right. We got to put this in urgency. We have a we have a we have an emergency. I have an, a personal emergency. I need to fill this paper out. You need to sign this. We need to walk it through the system. We need to get it handled right now. Right. And so what will happen is. They don't they don't plan. They have poor planning. They they don't see something coming. You're trying to, it says, lack of preparation on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on my part. Thank you. Always misquoted. So lack of preparation on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. So I plan my day. I plan to put out the fires. You let the fire steam. All right. Everything's on fire in your life because you didn't plan. You didn't plan your whole thing. Now, all of a sudden, on my day where I'm coasting and I got smooth sailing, here you come with your poor planning bullshit and you dump a fire into my lap. And then you're like, we need to handle this now. We need to do something now. We need to get this done now. You need to push it through now. Forget all the hoops and the hurdles. Forget the six signatures. No, nah, no, nah, we need to do it now. Why can't we get it done now? See, this right now, that's what she's doing to you. And now she got everybody fired up. Watch this. This is poor planning on the middle, the lukewarm, the so-called moderate. This is poor planning on your fault. Don't blame the extremists now. It's easy to call out Candace and Pearl and Andrew and, and all these extremists. Because now we got no lie. We got fire. She summed it up perfectly. We need to do something about this. She nailed it. That's so true. What? what what happened when Andrew Tate was saying the same thing? What happened when Kevin was saying the same thing? Kevin Samuels. What happened when CGA was saying the same thing? We get censored. We was telling you we're going down this pipe. Nobody wanted to listen. Now because of desperation, not because of poor planning, now because you, not the extremists, because you let shit go too far, now you want to come out here and sound like a damn genius like you got the solution. You got no solution. 
The reality is you let it go too far. We tried to tell you, but you didn't want to listen. And the reality is there's extremists on all sides that have been telling you we got trouble. What about uh, Alex Jones? A lot of the things that he said, of course, he kind of a conspiratorial, but he'd been trying to tell y'all ninjas for years that these were the things that we were headed to. Elizabeth Warren in her book, The Two Parent Trap, The Two Income Trap. People have been telling you for decades that we were going to get here, and now we're here. Oh, feminism means equality for all. Bullshit. We've been trying to tell you it's been a crock of bull. It doesn't mean that. Now that we got female superiority, but we have an economic collapse to go with it, now you want everybody to play fair. We told you about Bruce Jenner out there, Caitlyn Bruce Jenner. We told you about that. They made her woman of the year. Why are you bringing that up now? Why are you bringing it up now? We told you that was ridiculous, but you called us a transphobe if we brought it up. That woman right there probably called us a transphobe if we brought it up. But now you want to bring it up now. See, these are the things that I really despise about moderate and so-called well-balanced people. They pride themselves on being balanced, but they're passive. They're passive, but then when they, they want to get aggressive when the shit's on fire, right? Now it's on fire. Now you want to tell us, Ninja, tell me something more, Captain Obvious. Yes, now you want to tell us in the middle of an economic collapse, in the middle of parental alienation and the collapse of the family. Now you want to tell us when all the extremists are out. Now you want to tell us when people are out here at war. New, 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 new world order. Now you got all the answers, Captain Obvious. See, I will pride her. I will give her big ups for preaching, but she ain't said nothing I ain't never said on either side of this argument. She ain't said nothing that I said, wow, actually that makes sense. She said zero. And the funny part about it, the people who are supporting her in the comments and saying she's cooking, Ninja, y'all was the passive sit by people that didn't say shit the entire time these last 20 years when you was getting your ass put in the bind. You sat there and saw the truth. You didn't speak the truth at all. You saw it. Everybody saw it. But you took the side of I'm going to be moderate. I'm going to be the balanced position. This is all cowardice now. And then now is now it's obvious. There's nothing she said that is not obvious. Now she was about talking about horror culture. Are you kidding me? She wants to talk about 304 culture. Really? This late in the game? You want to bring up the fact that the Kardashians and, and, and Cardi B is a problem? Now, she could have actually talked about this earlier in her life. I have no idea. But now we're talking about the Kardashians? Really? This is a disgrace. Let me let her cook and uh, try to uninterrupt it. Here we go right here. So now that you see it from the position I see it, I think this is more Captain Obvious bullshit. Now it's easy to not be a libtard because we've seen what the liberals have done. They thought they, thought they were going to do well, and they did nothing but push, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, transsexual or transgender uh, reading programs on your children. Now you want to sound the alarm, okay? Okay, too late. Female representation today is trash. Matter of fact, it's below trash. It is a dumpster fire that a bunch of hobos had a circle jerk over. Mainstream media and government give us extremes like Pearl, who is an Uncle Tom to all women, or Jada Pinkett Smith, who is literally the epitome of female narcissism. Where we do have intelligent women like Candace Owens, they only put their little puppet in front of our face where it furthers whatever gender her sponsor is trying to promote. Cardi B literally took a dump on Instagram Live, and we 
laugh this indecency off. Kim K sucked her way to a billion dollar bandwagon just so her and her plastic husband hopping sisters could collectively make us feel physically inadequate. So we're perpetually chasing this bad bitch image, which by the way, got every single one of them dumped, divorced, ditched, or cheated on. on I wonder who she is, because she could have been speaking this before. I don't know. Now she wants to talk about the bad bitch imagery. Let's continue here. National television for our viewing pleasure, by the way. And if that's not bad enough, you turn into the VMAs, where every female performer is reciting slut rap half naked, scissoring their counterpart or twerking on stage. The only feminists that do gain any traction are bull dykes that hate men while simultaneously trying to look like one, or transgender women who are attempting to eliminate the classification of women. Well, best. See, this is this is the one right here man this is all stuff we've done been covered i didn't been censored for saying the same thing right this is why when i say them women want to get in the ring and box and fight and wrestle and they want to get out there let them get beat up all right they the ones in here that brought it on themselves now you mad because a girl want to swim against the other the, the the transgender girl wants to swim against the other girls now you want to sound the alarm hey man we need to what are we doing it's too late y'all let this shit happen continuing men introducing this new form of misogyny that I can't even begin to wrap my fucking head around all under the guise of fake tits and wigs. And to further that ridiculousness, they give Bruce Jenner the woman of the year award. How long ago was that? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I will say the extreme people on all these sides all she's taking, all she's doing is taking everybody's talking points. She's taking the Daily Wire's talking point, the Red Pill's talking points. She's taking the um the the women that were the passive aggressive, so-called, oh, let the let the girls do let the transgender be considered women. Now she's taking everybody's talking points. And I'm actually disgusted that people are able to gain this type of popularity while putting down the originators of these talking points and propping up these so-called uh so-called like people who they say originated these talking points they did not i did not neither did kevin samuels but we put these people up as these so-called heroes and then these people do nothing but copy them and put their name in the title of their videos i mean this is just more virtue signaling shit but i, I guess we need as many voices as we can you know i don't want to sound like that guy but it, it's this yeah fake outrage that's actually a good way to put it Fake outrage. None of these wieners are going to do anything about it. It's just fake outrage. That, that's, actually, that's actually the perfect way to encapsulate, encapsulate this. Fake-ass outrage. Okay, let's continue. Where he goes on stage with his stick and berries still flopping around under his ball gown to tell women the biggest challenge they face is figuring out what to wear. Not unequal pay, sexual harassment, domestic violence, or victim-blaming rape survivors. No, no, it's what skims to pair with your ball gown. Are you fucking kidding me? And yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm done. I just... I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. It's... Like, that's annoying to me. It's quite annoying to me, but that's because I'm a voice in here and been voicing these things for a long time and have been censored heavily for it. And I paid the price for it. And uh, it's somewhat annoying to see these things carried out 
And then people go, yeah, and they ain't going to do shit. They sitting there eating donuts, scrolling through their Instagram. They get a couple of likes and some fake, yeah, you go, girl. And they back in here getting their ass bent over, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By their corporate boss. They, there's no change going to happen, <laughs> right? Nothing's going to happen. All you're going to do is get people fired up for a minute until they scroll to the next three videos, and you're going to have the dudes get horny over here and the girls get uh, distracted by some consumerism. It's all just fakeness. Whoever that is, it is what it is. All right, but uh, no, no, nothing personal to her. She put a put. She put a good video together, but it's just, it's it's all gonna be wasted, unless she does this on a daily basis, like myself, and move the needle. I've been moving the needle little by little. It don't take one. Vi- it, it, it's gonna take more than one video. It's gonna take more than putting a year or two worth of content out to move the needle. Congratulations, you put a year worth of YouTube content out. Great. Now what? You got some bot subscribers. Now what? <laughs> right? Anyway, they people fickle. Soon as the soon as reality shows up, they back distracted eating at TGI Fridays. They back watching skits. Let's get to the next one here. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, here it is right here. False alligators in custody battles. Let's talk about it right here. False alligators and custody battles. An old video. This is a classic, by the way. And I couldn't find the original video. KT King shared this video. And uh, for the new people, I, I always have to remember, there's a lot of new people in this space into this message. And I'll always say, somebody will bring something up and I'll say, I already talked about it. And then I'll see other content creators bring these same videos up, share it, and they'll get a lot of views. And I'll always will say, well, that's old. But the reality is we have a lot of new people in this space. Like, this space is really grown in 2020, 2021, into 2023. Now, I've been watching content in this space since 2015, 2016. And then I started making my own content around 2018. So I always have to remember that not a lot of people have seen everything that I've made a video about, commented, and shared during long versions of live streams. So maybe this might be the first time that you've seen this video. And I hope that if this is the first time you've seen this video, I'm sure some other content creators are going to react to this video now because they might not have known this is and aware of this. So I do value that I brought, you know, sometimes I do share something that people go, oh, okay, and they share it as well. But this is a video about parental alienation. In this video is allegedly a district attorney. And as you can see here, it's a small video. She's a district attorney, and she's basically giving a session to family lawyers, family law attorneys. And what they're going to describe is she's going to describe how to take an allegation from a parent, mostly a wife, in order to gain leverage in a custody battle and or a divorce proceeding. So how to create a temporary restraining order to get the father removed from the house on a false claim to win your case. Okay. It says right here, basically telling them to have their clients file a protective order to gain leverage in a divorce case. So this is how shady the system is. This is what people need to get outraged about, but you guys don't get outraged until you get exposed to the system. All right, so check this out. Let's go ahead and play the video. Criminal consequences. Accordingly, that makes it a pretty heavy tool in negotiating divorce. If it goes through my office, it's a lot harder to use it in negotiating a settlement to your divorce. So I would encourage you very strongly 
if you have one of those cases, to do the protective order as part of your case. It gives you more leverage in negotiating a settlement. Um, if you're like, well, that's great. I don't know what a protective order looks like. Shoot us a message. We'll send you four. So we are willing to help. You know, we're, we're willing to kind of walk you through the process. But our attitude is if you can do holistic representation for your client, it's better for the client. It's better outcomes in terms of negotiating a settlement. And I'm not going to lie. It is, you know, one fewer case for me. So win, win, win all around. Um, protective orders are pretty easy. So if part of why you, you refer them to us is you just don't want to deal with them. They're actually pretty easy. You have two kinds primarily, and I'm going to give you the quick overview and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. Um, the bulk of our, of our protective orders are domestic violence, family violence. All right. So the bulk of our domestic, uh, of the bulk of our protective orders are family violence and domestic violence. Now this is, uh, somebody said it's attorney, uh, a district attorney, district attorney, um, Lisa Levy, and uh, let's take... I'm not going to say what race, what people... We know I can't say that. All right, and, uh, and when we hear these tropes, he's the abuser, domestic violence, family violence. He yelled, he screamed, he hit, he bit, fam uh, financial abuse. These are all claims that they do to get leverage to win cases. And then you get arrested, then you get kicked out of your house, and then you lose your house. I I'm hoping that the longer form of this video was here. But let's go ahead and continue. And those are under Chapter 85 of the Family Code. And to prove one of those up, you have to prove a relationship existed that meets the requirements. And then other than that, you just have to prove that family violence occurred and is likely to occur in the future. Family violence has occurred or is likely to occur in the future. This is a pre... Let me remind you. This is a presentation given by a district attorney to family lawyers to get justice for your client. Let's continue. It's a pretty low burden of proof, pretty low standard. That's really all it is. For, um, for the other kind of protective orders, you have stalking. Protective order carries. You know what? You know what? This isn't the full video. <laughs> but KT King, thank you for sharing this. And uh, that leads me to, since we got time today, um, we're going to pull it up here. Let me see if I can find the um, the video here. If I can, I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. All right, uh, let's see here. Let's do violence. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Oh, see, uh, you know what? When I look it up, if I'm looking at this up on YouTube, it is scrubbed. It is scrubbed because the MRAs back in the day used to share this video. This video is nowhere to be found. No, more, no matter what I do or type in, I can't find this video. All right, this video has been scrubbed. They didn't try to make this shit disappear and whatnot. But, um, yep, this is an old video, right? It says right here. Okay, see if I can find it. But yeah, this is what we. This is what men are experiencing. Mostly men. They're mostly men are experiencing this. And then when we try to sound the alarm, nobody hears. Or they, they call you bitter. Then they turn into um, Steven Crowder when it happens to them. Now Steven Crowder want to say, well, now I understand. Of course. Of course you understand. Okay. Or you overstand now because you're getting put through it. But yeah, man, I want you guys to look it up. Lisa, Lisa Levy, uh, Texas District Attorney. This is an older video. This video has been shared through the Manosphere for, for years. People have broken this down. If you're a new content creator, feel free to go find the video, make your videos. 
about this. But yeah, man, it's somewhere on the internet and, and it's floating around TikTok now. So the video is now floating around TikTok and the longer form video shows how despicable and disgraceful it is that they're counseling family law attorneys to help their female clients to get the father removed from the house to get the house. It's in that video where she says this. If you get if we do this and file a claim, we get the father removed so that when you go into court, the woman can get the house. Man, this is an evil, evil, evil ass system. It's an evil world we live in. Okay. This is evil. And somebody says right here, then your attorney looks at you and say, we need to settle. Yep, you need to settle. And then you take a bad deal. If you know, here's another thing. Most of family court, most law cases are settled where the judge doesn't have to make a final uh, judgment. Most law cases, criminal, civil, um, family court, are settled. Even the cases where they say statistically women get primary custody of their kids more, it's usually settlement. The judges never really make the judgment. What happens is the attorneys bring the two people together after there's an advantage, after there's a, a leverage is gained, and then they bring the two together and then they get the guy to settle. First of all, the guy throws in the towel. I, it's too costing me too much. I, I paid five figures and I'm not moving the needle. All right, and so what will happen is you'll get charged and charged and you're ready to just, okay, whatever. I'll walk away. Men wash their hands only to be called deadbeats down the line. Only to be called deadbeats. So what happens is the guy gets disadvantaged so much that he just wants to settle. He might even ask the woman along the way, let's settle this. What do we want? What do you want? Tyrese, same thing with his wife. What do you want? What's the number? I'm already giving you money. What could be more? And then eventually, he'll take a bad deal. He'll take a bad deal just to end it. All right, I just want to get rid. And then what happens is he thinks he's doing the right thing. We talked about that. He'll waive his rights only to be called a deadbeat mm. at the end. Only to be called a deadbeat. And then when he gets behind no child support, they treat him like a common slave. So his only crime was that he got married. And then divorce. So this is what the stuff we're talking about. I'm here to sound the alarm on this because I'm a victim of this as well. And I continue to be a victim until this day. But these are the things that are happening that nobody wants to be made aware of. Right? The system is designed for this. And I'm going to just tell you, some people think that this is man versus woman. I'm going to tell you this. And this is, might get me in trouble here. This might get me in new, trouble. New, 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 new world order. I think that it don't matter if it's man or woman. What it is is the system finding a way to capitalize off the lemmings, off the, ple off the plebes. They, they really don't care who gets screwed because really the woman gets screwed in this situation too. Not only that, the children get screwed. They don't give a shit. What they want is control. New, 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 new world and order. this does make Everybody get in control. It gets the husband or the ex-husband under control through the system. The wife is beholden to the system. She can't move. She has to sell her kids out to the system. Everybody wins. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Everybody loses. And the system wins. They get to destroy the family, destroy the culture, give the woman a little bit of a leg up, but she don't get a leg up. She's stuck on the system. She's stuck on social services. She's stuck selling her kids out. Now the kids are exposed. Now look at these kids taking diet shots 
to lose fat at six years old. ADHD running around here twerking. OnlyFans killing each other. Teenage pregnancy. I'm I'm here to tell you, this is the perfect way to get everybody under control. It is. So yeah, men lose a lot in these cases. But let's just switch the genders and women were just the dominant. They be doing women like this too. So that's what it is. And, um, you know, people are saying certain things and I'm going to just keep it 100. It is like that. And uh, this is why this is why things happen the way they happen sometimes. But it is what it is. Anyway, now your kids are done exposed. I'm just telling you, man, these are these are evil, evil systems that people bring into certain uh, and they brought them into. Uh, listen, they brought them into certain systems and people didn't like it. And they told them to get out. It is what it is. It is what it is. But anyway, the system is the system. They don't they don't care. Women really don't win in divorce. Just to be just to be fair. Just to be fair. I'm going to be fair and balanced. Women really don't win in divorce. I know we like to paint this picture that women win and men get screwed. But the data shows us that women don't win in divorce. Now, they get money from men. But they actually lose long term. There's data to show that they lose long term. They're beholden to the system. Most never financially recover. Men don't financially recover, but most of them don't do well off. Now, they'll get you a little alimony and they'll get you a little child support and they'll win for two to five years. Then they blow it. I showed you Kevin Hart's ex where she said she blew her alimony in one year. She blew it. She ran through it. Now, guess what? What what now? She fumbled the bag. Same thing as Tyrese's ex. She fumbled the bag. Now she's trying to figure it out. So they lose in the long term. Once they hit five, 10 years after their divorce, they be in trouble. They're in trouble. And if they don't have any more child support to collect and modify from a father, they're done. Then when they get to age 50, 55, they want to stop working. They want to look for a retired retirement plan in the gump. So really, really, it's what it is. It's what it is. It's the system is designed to keep everybody under control. It's a massive L, but it all starts off with ignorance and love. And yes, she's going to have to go get a job. And they got to convince the woman that there's a benefit to her to do this. Once that's done, that is the, that is the, forbidden, that is the forbidden fruit of knowledge presented to the woman to make her believe she's going to get a benefit, but it's actually not. Men recover better in divorce. Yeah, we men, although we get screwed, we get screwed. If we actually are able to financially recover, we're unstoppable. And if we don't get married again, we're unstoppable. They can't stop us. We become what the, what's dangerous to the system. What? We become what's dangerous. A single man that doesn't get married. We're dangerous. Everybody wants us to. What? Get married. What do you mean? You're out here fornicating. You got young bitches and you traveling and you got your passport. We're dangerous to the system. They don't want this. They want us to get married again. They want us to go back and double down on the system. They want us to go and say double down and second marriage rates higher failure than the first rates. You become dangerous when you don't have the money. We're dangerous to the dating industry, the malls, the restaurants, all of that shit, the parties, the nightclubs, all that shit gone. 
They can't survive. They need us out here dating. They need us out here hoping that we can find another one. When you don't get married again, you're what the system does not want. When you get your passport, you're what they don't want. <laughs> right? When you become a free agent and you said, oh, I ain't doing that again, you're what they don't want. The churches don't want it. The media don't want it. <laughs> okay? They want you sleepless in Seattle. They want your ass, you got mail. They want you ass to fall in love again. Yeah. It is what it is. They hate that you ain't gonna just fall in love and get married. Well, some that never say never. No, never. Well, you know, you never say never. I said never. They can't stand it. They always want to reel you back in. Well, one day you're gonna fall in love with a woman. Ninja already been there, been there, done that. Well, you're going to die alone. Okay, I'll be dead alone. I'm dying anyway alone. Who cares? They don't like it. You unplug from the system. Where are we at here? Let me get to some super chats, man. But isn't that crazy? Go ahead and do your due diligence and research that topic. Because it's a topic that many people are exposed to. All right, shout out to Boy Wonder says, Finally got a job working as a nurse in a prison. He says, I'm RP aware, but was shocked by how many attractive nurses were there. He says, turns out they choose to work here for the sex-deprived sex male attention. Man, again, you're literally seeing, you're literally seeing the, um, what we call the uh, devil's advocate. You got a red pill job. And some of the things that we learn, you know, you got to accept it. And never think that there's coincidences out here. There's women that do accept jobs as CEOs, prison guards. They want to be around dangerous ninjas, fix a ninja. They want star. They want ninjas starving and and lusting after them. Yeah, that brother starving. They, 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 listen, when when you see it, you can't unsee it. It's one of the weirdest things. Now, conventional wisdom tells us. What they say tells us is they hate being sexually harassed. They hate dangerous, dirty men. They hate pookies. They hate no good ninjas. They hate bad boys. They hate it. But the, but, but the way they operate tells us otherwise. The way they operate tells us otherwise. They also hate to sell themselves. They also hate to be controlled. But behavior tells us otherwise. Just open your eyes. Just, just open your eyes, right? When you see something like that, you're like, wait a minute. Why would you choose to work here? You could choose to work anywhere. You could go work in an old folks home. You can work in uh, neonatal care. You could choose to work anywhere. They choose to work behind prison bars. Why? They're constantly going to be barraged with sexual attention. And for the most part, nothing's going to happen to them in terms of danger. You're never really hearing stories of some nurse in the, in the prison yard got beat up and great. But they have a soft heart for men that are down bad. And they also can go behind the closet and do whatever they need to do. They say they don't like guys like this, but everybody knows they're going to mess with guys like this. In their late teens, into their 20s, sometimes into their 30s, they cannot kick the habit. Okay. What we teach men over here is never listen to a don't listen to a woman's words listen to their actions look at what they're doing not what they're saying in fact i've often told you whatever she says on social media in a comment section on facebook is not what she believes 
truly. She's doing that to get maybe some people to like her comments, to be virtue signaling. It's what she might believe she believes, but her actions tell us otherwise. Her actions tell us otherwise. Her action will tell us more than her words will ever tell us. This is a 100% truth, okay? Now, you can, you can say all you want to say, but let's look at the data. How many went, okay, look. For the women that are like, not me. Okay, how many women do you hear? And you've been the good guy all your life. You've been a decent guy. You haven't been a thug. How many women do you hear that says all of their previous boyfriends were assholes? Okay. Mm. What more, what more do you need to hear? <laughs> they baby daddy was no good in the asshole. All the men in their life, all the ninjas they mess with, all the dudes that gave that they gave up the pussy to, all the men, and this is the majority of women, since they've been in high school, all these guys are assholes. Now, Ninja, do the math. I mean, how far do you have to get to figure out who they messing with? <laughs> how, how, how much thought did you need to put into it? It's always the guy's fault. It's always he was no good. He was going nowhere. He was a bum. He was broke. He was a dusty. He was dirty. He was a straggle. He spent the money at a gambling addiction. He was a, a recovering alcoholic. He was a dope fiend. He sold drugs. She hid drugs under her titty. He put her in jail. He, he ruined her credit. How many women are coming out and saying, you know what? The last five boyfriends I had were completely good. I effed it up. I flubbed it up. <laughs> I foxed it up. All these guys were good. They did exactly what they needed to do. All right. Nope. The, she got the guy that cheated on her. <laughs> the common denominator is them. They're, they're choosing and exposing themselves to these guys. I haven't heard people come out with the story that, man, I've been hitting home runs as far as mate selection. I've had five winners. <laughs> Yep, he was a scammer. Uh, he rented a car in my name, and then there was a dead body in the trunk. Mm. He was abusive, toxic, narcissist. Yes, right down the line. I'm tired of the jerks. See, the actions and words are too. I, I don't like guys like this. I want an Idris Elba. I want a gentleman. I want a man that opens doors and, and gives me flowers. She never gets that guy. Never chooses that guy. I mean, is there not a coincidence? Remember, actions and words. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Shout out to our brother here, Jabar. Uh, Jabari says, "Get that bitch to Reverend X." Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Yep. Cut that bitch off. Let's go. Uh, shout out to uh, JP there. Shout out to Catfish Tales earlier today. Women are flowers, men are trees. Shout out to you. Yeah, that's a big one right there. Women are flowers, men are trees. Brown 310, who's going hogging tonight? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I thought I was going to be on the road, but I'm, I'm back at home, back at the crib. All right, new game plan. All right, the 10th man says all the NWO agendas have profit motives. Yep. Hey Bono, shout out to you, man. Yes, it's it's um new, 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 and, new, new world order. You know, I don't put anything past you guys like your politicians, you like like your leaders. 
you guys, you guys like these people. I don't really trust them, and I've given you indications of that for a long time. These people are bought, paid for. If you understand how the political system works, there's lobbyists. They're, they, they own the politicians. They, there's lobbyist groups. Um, I actually had a young woman that I trained. She actually um, went and got her, uh, I think she got a bachelor's degree. I think she's probably in law school right now. Um, very bright individual, certainly a liberal and uh, a feminist, but she was, we were cordial. Her, fa- her parents were conservative, very conservative. Uh, the father for sure was an Archie Bunker type conservative. And she was extremely liberal and they were kind of just like, wow, how did it turn into that? But here's the thing. She ended up and she ended up going to work for lobbyist groups during her undergrad in order to get experience which they were highly paid people that were paid operatives. I mean, they were paid. These politicians were paid operatives of these lobbyist groups. She got to learn the inside on how you get political influence. It ain't by uh, protesting. It's not by screaming and yelling. It's not about complaining online. It's not about why are these people not taking care of us? It's about the money. It's about the money. And Almost every politician has donors and lobbyists that tell them and give them their marching orders. They give them and say, all right, you're going to, it's kind of like, um, they, they actually had a, a thing where they said politicians should wear a suit with all of their uh, sponsorships on their suit like car racers do. Like people that run the um, NASCAR. On NASCAR, your car got all the logos on it and your uniform got all the logos on it. That's how politicians should, should come out. Because what they're saying is, yeah, we're for the people. They're not. <laughs> right? They're sponsored, bought, and paid for. So when it comes to that, we understand that that's a system for, for the most part. They're untrustworthy. They're not going to do what I need them to do. They're not going to do what I need them to do. So I don't look up to them. I don't listen to them. They always have a motive. And really it is. I'm the great Coach Alini. I'm more of a dictator. I have a takeover spirit. Yeah, I do. Right? New, 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 new world order. Have a takeover spirit. I realize what power is. Power is control of the people, control of the masses. That's what it is. You you control the masses with messages and hope and propaganda and and and, and, and you control the information. You keep the power. Then the money. Everybody knows that, right? Government doesn't create businesses. They don't create anything. <laughs> so, it is the people who create the money. It is the people who create the currency and the wealth. Then the government takes from that what they in the form of taxes, sales tax, income tax, property tax, and so forth. And they take that money, then they use it and spend it as they wish. So when you know that and you realize that, well, who do you need to control? You need to control the people because we're the ones who create. We innovate. We create businesses. and That's who you need to control. So if I can control you through fear and make you make uh, have belief systems, and you can, and I can also entertain you with bread and circus and keep you distracted over here while we do what we need to do. It is what it is. And I would do the same. <laughs> new, 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 new Just so you know, I would do the same. I don't feel sorry for the people. If, if you think this is a message that I'm trying to tell you that I feel sorry for you and we need to do something about this, this is not. I'm not the one. What I'm saying is, I want to be in that club. Wait, where are we at? Wait, I want to be over there. (laughs) All right, can I get in on this? Perhaps, can I get control of the masses, the minds of the masses? 
Can I feed the masses more lies? All right, can, can I get in? Where we at on that? Where I sign new, up? New, new, All right, <laughs> Gregorio Graybeard is here. Let me get in where these normies is at. All right, but anyway, you <laughs> saw he said hits. This is why he's the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Somebody said it's not just about control, it's about money. Yep, therefore, thus, you get you get control, it's about money. I don't feel sorry for people in this situation. It is what it is, you know. I just want a piece of the pie. Can I get a piece? <laughs> All right, I'll take some crumbs. I'll take the I'll take the crust, leftover crust. Where we at? New, 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 new world order. I want to be on the side that wins. Ninja, I'm tired of losing. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. All right. Uh, anybody let me know, man. Where's that one ninja, the, the route child dude that turned around like Count, Dracula, Count Chocula? Where he at? <laughs> I want to play too. Oh, ninja, I want to be up there like this at the top of the, <laughs> I want to be that guy. Where he at? But I got to do to do that. All right, anyway, they like take the pledge, nanny goat. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh, man, I love it, man. Hey, I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. But at least I'm giving you pieces of information that could be useful. But when you see, <laughs> when you see me on top looking like uh, Scrooge McDuck diving through the money, you know what happened. All right, I heel turned on someone. All right, look, man. Some hey, th- sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. Look, I love y'all, man. I love it, man. We got some more show left, uh, but uh, somebody said you gotta sell your soul. All right, where the nanny go? That. All right, no, I'm just joking. Don't show up. Where that nanny go? That where where we? New 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 world. No, nah, I'm not trying to get through no humiliation, Rich. I've been humiliated enough. Shout out to our brother Jacob M says, Coach, I'm stuck in the dilemma because I want to put people onto your message, but I believe most aren't ready for it. And I might be accused of misogyny or incelism, especially at my job. Yeah, be careful. Hey, one thing about what people think about the, <laughs> the red pill, right? Uh, the red pill is supposed to be given to someone that is in need. It's only supposed to be taken once. There's not many pills. You don't need another color of pills. You don't need no pink, gold, yellow, you know, all they got. People got all these pills. You only need one time. And normally when a person is in a bind, it's probably when they want to get it. But no, you don't want to go to your job telling the people at your job about this because the world's not ready. The world's not ready for CGA. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, shout out to Rusted Junk. Coach, you hit the nail on the head when you said the churches don't want successful men to choose to not get married. Facts. One of the things that will happen when you go to church, if you are a single man in church and you are somewhat successful, they're going to pair you up. They cannot have you around in that church like a loose pit bull in there with all these single mamas and all of that young punani. Okay, they not going to do it, Ninja, because you will turn into that Ninja in Waco, Texas real quick. You're a threat. You're a threat to Deacon Clapcheeks. Deacon Clapcheeks wants shots at that Punani. Okay, you can't go in there and compete with the church, the priest, the pastor, and Deacon Clapcheeks, and the lesbian uh, members of the church board. Ninja, you a danger. <laughs> they like, oh, we got one for you. Look at his sister. Come here, Sister Odell. Come on, Sister Jake. All right, Sister Jake, come on over here, Sister Odell, Sister 
Sister Williams right here. Sister Williams. Someone out here. Sister Jackson. Come on over here. We got you a sister. Look at this sister right there. Spin around. Ooh, look at her, boy. I tell you, boy, if the Lord, if the Lord, if I didn't have my wife, the first lady princesses right here, if I didn't have her, ooh, wait, he didn't already had this woman. Yeah. He didn't already had this woman in many ways. Take a look at this sister, boy. They don't make them like this no more. And I heard she can make a good jambalaya and some cornbread. Mm. <laughs> you better take her up. You better take her up fast or the next successful ninja going to get her quick. Take her right now. She got three snotty nose ass kids and they out there game banging right now. You can turn them boys life around right now and make them an honest Christian family right now. Go on and take this sister off the bridge. Take her off the market right now. Okay. <laughs> and she'll give you a couple more babies. Look at them wide ass hips on her boy. She got some hips on her man. She a modest woman. She a God fearing woman. And she ready to be a wife right now. We got her in wife school right now. She told me she ready to be a wife. She didn't ruin all of her previous relationships, but this one ready to go. All right, we gonna we gonna put hands. Let me let me lay hands on you, brother. Hey, by the God, the Holy Spirit, we gonna put put take Sister Odell to the lay. Take her to the promised land. Take them, Lord. All right, have your ass out there. I'm delivered. Put it, get that holy oil. They get that holy oil out on them. Take them, let's put some hands, lay some hands on this man. Father, dear God, Lord, heaven and Jesus in the space of CGA and the King of Kings, we pray to the Lord today that we put the hope in the Holy Spirit and the whole Jacob and, and, and Esau and all of them and uh, Noel's and all of these people right there. Cain and Abel in the name of Jesus, holy God. Right now, we pray that this man takes us to Odell to the... <laughs> all right hold up i gotta cough real quick all right have your ass out there ninja walking her down the aisle you like oh lord looking scared in your church picture your wedding picture you like i don't know how it's gonna happen fast <laughs> wait a minute the church gonna be mad at me i'm banned at every church now All right, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Where we at? Shout out to Maryland guy. Coach, you ain't lying. You don't get the laws you vote for. Uh, he says, you don't get the laws you vote for. You get the laws you pay for, indeed. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> this is wild as hell, man. But you're right. You don't get the laws you vote for. You get the laws you pay for. Hey, man, follow D-Money. Follow D-Money out here, man. It is what it is. All right, where we at here? Shout out to uh, Dark Side Foundation, says, Coach, your breakdown of that XX was spot on. I knew about Epstein Island nearly a decade ago on 4chan and was called crazy in high school. Now these mouth breathers are fully aware, shaking my head. Dude, I'm going to tell you, I heard about what they uh, used to term Lolita Island. Right. I used to hear about this in barbershops as probably as early as I don't want to I don't want to stretch it, but I've heard it long time ago. Like this is not was not news to me when it happened. It was one of those things that I was like, damn, there really was one <laughs> like. And then when they rolled out the story, it was like, man, they wasn't lying. They wasn't lying. There literally was one. 
And I, it, you just couldn't put your, you couldn't wrap your head around it because they were like, dude, there's this island and there's girls there and there's metaphiles that show up. Celebrities and politicians, you'd be like, you lying. I heard about that. It, like you said, 10 years. I, I did too. I did too. I was like, man, but that's weird though. That's weird. Who would let that go on? I mean, yo, that's crazy. New, 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 new world order. It's weird. But yep, I heard about it too. Way before, way before it was uh, exposed. I was like, damn, there really was, man. It's wild. Shout out to um, Zero Fallout says, he says, we're dangerous because we are the shield against the barbarians. If the shield decides to not protect, they're going to get gotten. The trad cons know this, and this is why they're shaming us. Indeed. So there is a sense of control, and we need, to got, we need control over there. Um, and so we're dangerous, even to communities. A single man is a dangerous, uh, is, a, is a threat. And not necessarily a positive or negative threat, but a single man is a threat. Let me give you an example. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. If you look at how most communities are organized, planned communities, Take the suburbs. Oh, somebody said Rush Limbaugh coined Lolita Island. Well, um, he would know, right? If you take, if you take a single, I'm sorry, take a suburban community that is planned with schools, you know what I mean? Parks, you know, uh, recreation, activities, churches, all of that. These communities are highly organized around families, families, meaning that they have these schools organized so that people can move there and get the benefit of the amenities of the community. The, 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 the swimming pool where all the families get together in the summer and have popsicles and kids be crying and skinning their knee. All right, swimming, the basketball, the park, the dog park. These are all organized around families. Now, if you're a single male, KT King, stop hijacking my damn chat. All right, we saw it already. All right, come on. If you take a single male and move that male into that community, he's not, he literally doesn't belong there. He doesn't belong there. The community, the community itself will look at him as a, he will stick out like a sore thumb. It's a dangerous person to have. You're a single guy. You're going to bring it in young girls and girls and maybe girls of the night. You'll have off hours. You particularly can throw parties uh, outside of the hours of the quiet hours. You're going to come and go. You're going to be inconsistent. You're not going to use the amenities. You're a danger to anybody's wife. Young teenage women and, and, and college girls. So you... They, they looking at you like, what you doing here? Why are you here on this cul-de-sac? You have people that will rather have families of six live in a house, but you live in a house similar to them, and you're all by yourself. So when they have the parade on Halloween, when they have the Easter parade and the July 4th parade, and you never show up, Ninja, you breeze through with your 911 down the street, and every husband sees your ass with motorcycles and toys and ATVs and bikes and trucks, and they see your monkey ass living free with girls coming in and out the house one this week, one next week. No wife want to see. No wife wants 
the husbands to see your ass living the free agent lifestyle. No, nah, hell no. You a threat. You're a threat. You're, you don't belong there. They're like, why are you even here? Like, you didn't, why did you move here? Because we got good schools here. You're not here for the schools. You're not using them. <laughs> right? Then men going to hate on you. Women going to hate. They're going to be watching you. They're going to see girls come and go. They seeing you come back from the, uh, your vacations and trips. Dude, they start following you on the internet. They're like, yo. <laughs> they like, yo. You are a threat. They do, you don't belong there. So they'll be like, man, why don't you move into the city? Why don't you get you a place downtown? Because you're going to cause a little bit of, you're going to cause a little bit of uh, disturbance in the force. You can't be controlled. You don't have a wife to tell you to come home and mow your lawn. They see you, they see your maids and your gardeners pull up while they out there mowing the lawn. They like, what the what? I'm telling you, this is a real thing. And communities know that single men like this are a threat. Especially if they have a, you know, if you have a young, young woman, not a not an underage woman, but a young woman. She might look at that and be looking at your ass like, Get him, daddy. and they got her tiptoeing on the ring doorbell coming to your crib. Hi, do you need me to wash my, wash your car in a bikini? Where's the, where's the, hold on for a second. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find the uh, image on this one. All right. Yeah, there it is right there. So here you are right here. She see, oh, I see somebody out washing your car. We got a cheerleader fundraiser at our junior college. Do you want us to come wash your car? Yeah, we'll wash your car. Get him, daddy. <laughs> All right, they sitting up there. They show up at the door. Ding dong. Hi. Perhaps we're selling candy for our new junior college cheerleading uniforms. <laughs> All right, and then they old daddy looking at their daughter on the ring doorbell leaving to come to your crib. Get him, daddy. <laughs> right yo you're a dangerous you're a threat they watching you they watching their wife wife like i'm gonna go walk the dog she leave she she turned towards your property they watching your ass they watching her do the ring doorbell all right yeah that that loose ninja out there that loose single man out there <laughs> you out there having pool parties and skinny dipping man please they like nah we can't have that you're a threat you're a threat to the system. You're a threat to their infrastructure, and you're a threat to their amenity. You, it's, you're just a threat. All right, I need to get on with this show. Are you looking for an assistant for your business? Here's my res. Look, are you looking for an assistant to help you with your business? Here's my resume. All right, I'm looking for a job this summer while I'm home from college. Oh, okay, all right. I might have something for you. I might be able to fix his that money. I that buy. money. <laughs> all right. She's like, all right, see you later, uh, mom. I'm going over to uh, daddy's. I mean, I'm going over to Gregorio's house. We're going to do something. I, he hired me to do a little bit of assistant work this summer. Indeed. Get him, daddy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you never do this stuff, man. You just loose out there. Who? You ever see that? I think uh, Jamie Foxx had a, a skit. On this comedy show. You're like a loose pit bull. 
You're like a loose pit bull in a neighborhood. You know, you ghetto neighborhoods, they always got some loose mangy ass dog. In the suburbs, they really don't get dogs that get loose like that. Right? If they do, they be like, oh, care, come here, come here, snickle doodle. All right. And he ain't going to do nothing. He just going to walk up and lick you. In the hood, this dog is rabid. He going to bite you. But in a, in a suburban community where you're a single male, you're like a loose pit bull. <laughs> you're, a, you're a loose pit bull. Just running around the neighborhood. All right, I'm going to bite somebody. Yeah, anyway, let me get back to the show. And that's not even in suburban communities, just in general, in a church, in the workplace, in the workplace. Oh, I'm, let me cook a little bit more. In the workplace, a single male is kind of a threat to the corporation. A single male is a threat to any company, meaning that he could sexually harass someone. He could start dating a coworker. Multiple co-workers. Not only that, he's not stable. So he's probably wanting to keep a job stable and move up through the company. But if he's single, he'll, he'll drop this job and move to Austin, Texas and take a job over there. But if he's married or has a girlfriend and he's tied in and his kids are in school in Tupelo, he ain't moving to Austin tomorrow. He's going to stay with that job because he's got to, hey, uh, you know, your wife's not going to go for that move. Well, if you don't got no wife, <laughs> you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm going over there. You'll take a lateral move. You'll take a pay cut. Okay. You'll take a pay cut. You'll take the advance. You'll move across country. You don't care. So in, in a corporate structure, a single male is much more unstable and they'll less likely promote you with, from within. They'll less likely promote you from within. They'll promote a married guy more than a single guy. Because they like, why promote you and then you leave? Nobody's keeping you there. So when they say, hey, man, how's your kids? How's uh, AYSO soccer? How's flag football? How's the high school program? How's the cheerleading program? How, how your kids doing? They know your ass is, you ain't going nowhere. You gotta, you're not going to pluck your kids up out of school. <laughs> right? They know you get in order to pluck your kids out of school, you got to meet with your wife and talk it through. And by that time, the opportunity is gone. So single men are a big threat. Not just, you know, trying to sexualize women or anything at the job, but you're stable when you're married. You're not stable when you're single. So they'll encourage you. Um, in fact, they'll say, you know, if you want to move up, you probably should get married. There's a there's a undercurrent of people who have that idea, and it's true. In corporate structure, they'll be like, you know, if you had a wife, you're you look better as a candidate. <laughs> like, I've dealt with it myself because I wanted to be a college head coach, and I was coaching women. And a guy used to tell me all the time, man, you you probably should get married if you want to be a head coach in Division One or Division Two. You probably should get married because if you're just a single male. They're like, oh, you know, he might be with the girls. He might, you know, we're going to put this guy in front of all these girls. I mean, they do it, but, but if I have a wife and kids, they're like, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about that because he's got a wife and kids. He's got so much to lose in order to risk it being in that position. So that's why, that's why people do encourage you to get married and be step. Yeah. People are surprised at that, but um, if you, if you, if you know, uh, and and they'll marry a certain type of woman, 
They'll marry a certain type of woman, a woman that looks like a wife and dutiful and, and oh, here's the wife, here's the 2.3 kids, and your kids got the big-ass, goofy-ass glasses on. Oh, look at them. Oh, there you go there, sport. All right, look at that there. There you go right here. Here's a sucker. You know what I mean? This is the thing. And then you got your family picture on your desk. Oh, there you go. What a wonderful family. Look at you. You're such a good guy. You're a wonderful husband, and you're a good father, too. But if you got pictures on your desk of you with bikini-clad models when you was somewhere in Aruba, all right, and they can't have that shit, they just like, damn, look at you out here, man. Look at you, man. You got the good life. It's a fact. This is a fact. Was Michigan State coach football single? No, he was married. This is a fact of corporate life. It is an absolute fact. (laughs) So anyway, man, listen, this is not, I'm here to give you the facts. You're safe. You're safer, but it doesn't mean you're not going to cheat or anything like that. But they know you're not willing to do things as you would when you were single. So anyway. uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's get into this one right here. Let's get into Britney Spears. Main event time. Main event. Britney Spears, parental alienation here. This is something I've been talking to you about um, related to at least postpartum depression. Toxic mom right here. Ninjas is like asking about certain coaches. Man, come on, man. It's not always going to be an absolute. If you're always looking like an app for an absolute Stop it. You're, you're trying to use, uh, listen, I don't want to get too distracted. Chill on the trying to find the one person or the two people that are going to prove my argument wrong. I don't understand what people doing there. Talk about what about this one and what about that? There's always an exception to the rule and the exception proves the rule. If you can find the exception, the exception proves the rule right. Now, if you don't have overwhelming groups of people where you can say, here go 50 head coaches right here, that proves you wrong. And you're asking for one here and one there and the silver bullet and the magic bullet and no what about this. You're proving the rule right. That's We just have to understand that. A lot of young men don't understand that. So I have to tell you, stop trying to prove my argument wrong like a woman is trying to prove my argument wrong. Just understand and accept that I'm right. Overwhelmingly, the evidence makes it right. It's right. The outliers prove the rule is right. So anyway, stop arguing like you're a single mother. If you can pull out one here and one there, that proves that I'm right. (laughs) Okay, here we go right here. So anyway, let's get it here right here. Britney Spears, toxic mom. And it says right here, let me throw, let me show you this headline. This is a new headline, hot off the presses. Britney Spears admits she was hateful during her two pregnancies. Quote, I was just so mean. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is something that I warned you about. Uh, these two pregnancies probably uh, lasted about two to three year period in which she decided to get pregnant by the same man. 
So this is the same father. This is still the same father who these children, I think, are still minors. They're still caught up in a custody case, which, you know, she's basically conceded at this point. And in her memoir, as you can see, this is not an old story. This is a new story. Britney Spears said that she was the meanest woman alive when she was pregnant with her two sons, Sean and Jaden. Now, haven't I been telling you about this? I've been telling you and telling you and telling you various angles related to this. This is how parental alienation starts. This is how when you talk about postpartum depression, which we're going to talk about this. This is when you talk about how marriages fall apart, how they become sexless, how they become routine and mundane and boring, how then it becomes Jermaine's fault, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. So it's Jermaine's fault. Then the quick plug, the bait and switch. I always tell you about the praying mantis. The woman will have kids with you and all of a sudden the marriage will, the relationship or marriage will implode. In the black community, this is basically what's happening. Where the woman changes after the pregnancy and now this is why you have a lot of single mothers. Nobody talks about this. This is why, because she changes, right? She has an episode. She gets emotional and then she protects the kid. And then this is why you have so many uh, broken home families because of this issue right here. Now, in hindsight, as she's melting down, as she didn't hit the wall, as she's walking around town dancing with knives. Okay, let me show you. Now, in hindsight, she can admit this, but it's too late. It's too late. Right? Because this is what she turned into. She's no longer the Britney Spears that we knew. She's no longer the young mother. She's already caused the damage here. But here's the funny thing about it. Here's the funny thing about it. During this phase, you guess who got the blame? Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline was dragged, called a deadbeat, a loser. When they divorced or whatever they did, they broke up. He collected child support. He was called a lame, a loser, so forth and so on. She had an absolute meltdown, shaved her hair, and everybody felt she was the victim. But what we don't talk about is the fact that let's go back. She is now now identified that she was the problem. She is now identified where the breakdown was. And this right here should be a wake up call for a lot of people. I've been warning you of this. She has now told you why shit went left with Kevin Federline and her children. She admits to being the meanest woman alive. This is what we're talking about. Let's continue here. Britney Spears, 41, revealed that she didn't enjoy being pregnant with her sons and her new memoir, The Woman in Me. The pop star who gave birth to her sons, her kids, and they named the kids in 2005 and 2006, respectively, wrote about how she was so mean during her two pregnancies, okay? Now, it took 20 years or so to figure this shit out. Enough Kevin Furterline, Furterline, um, uh, throwing him under the bus as a sense of he was the failure. He was the worst part of the relationship. It's now admitted that she was the problem, <laughs> right? She caused the issues. But it's kind of too late. The damage has been done. She says, 
two things about being pregnant. I loved sex and I loved food. Both of those things were absolutely amazing throughout both of my pregnancies, Brittany said. Other than that, I can't say there was much that brought me any pleasure. Quote, I was just so mean, the toxic singer recalled. You did not want to hear from me those whole two years. I did not want to be around almost anyone at all. I was hateful. I didn't want anyone, not even my mom, to come near me. I was a real mama bear, America's sweetheart, and the meanest woman alive. Now, let's talk about it. If this is the state she's in during the two years of pregnancy, and it went longer than this because we know she had a meltdown after that, not quite uncommon from other people, this is emblematic or symptomatic of what we call the postpartum depression, right? She's dealing with a lot of hormonal changes and her body's being invaded by an alien force, okay? A growing human being. If they terminate this pregnancy, they go into further, further uh, psychosis, if you will. They have the ghost baby. If they keep the baby, they start to latch on and mama bear the baby and control and ownership of the baby. Potentially, she's saying she was mean to the creator of the children. And thus, then he tends to get pushed out in his priorities lesson. But the symptoms she described is exactly what we have here. So the men who do probably experience this, you experience the state of confusion. You were disoriented. You had no solutions. You left her alone. Some of you got divorced. Some of you guys got your baby mama left and blamed you. <clears throat> but this is it. And a lot of guys ain't going to see this coming. Not my girl because she's this and she's that. <clears throat> they switch up. They switched up. And so it what? This is postpartum depression. Depression, mood swings, severe mood swings. Crying too much. Difficulty bonding with the baby. Withdrawing from family and friends. Withdrawing from family and friends. Loss of appetite or eating more than usual. She admitted to that. She admitted to that. She said, I withdrew from my family and friends and I ate too much. She said, inability to sleep, called insomnia or sleeping too much. <clears throat> Overwhelming tiredness, a loss of energy. Less interest in pleasure and activities you used to enjoy. Intense irritability and anger. Guys, um, this is the, this is the um, what you call the uh, black community, if you will. This is what you see from typically young black mothers. Now, I'm, I'm not throwing them under the bus. But this is why you see this great gap after children are born where relationships implode. And, you know, black women tend to not get help for their issues. So then their issues just, you know, they leave her alone. As a matter of fact, just to show you, I mean, well, I, I won't use that. But typically, they'll just leave, just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. She got her baby. She's mama bear. Okay, and then everything around her implodes. All right. Uh, fear that you're not a good mother. That does show up as well. Hopelessness. Feeling of worthlessness, shame, guilt, inadequacy, reduced ability to think clear, concentrate, or make decisions, restlessness, severe anxiety, panic attacks. We saw that in her. Ninja's just trying to bring up way older shit. We ain't doing that. Severe anxiety and panic attacks. I'll actually, I'll show you right here. <laughs> here you go right here. 
And people just sum this up as depression. And so when you boil it down, let me see here, bald head. And, uh, oh, yeah, we have it right here. So this is what happened. Was this after the babies? I think this was after the babies. 11 years ago. Yep. This is after her babies, man. She she completely wigged out, if you will. New, 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 new world order. Guys, though, uh, people are going to be like, well, that's MK Ultra, Guys, women in, that are married do this. Women that are married do this. I'm just letting you know. You guys are trying to say MK Ultra, Of course. But men, women that are married do this exact same thing. Now, they don't go to this extreme. I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give you examples. Number one, they cut their hair. They chop their hair off. I'm going to chop my hair off. It's easy to maintain, blah, blah, blah. They come back and dye their hair a whole different color. <laughs> right? They, they, they shave their hair. They go bald looking like Jeanne. They, 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 do, they all do a, vor, a version of this. Somebody said, because it's easy. Exactly. But it's not what she was doing before. It's not what she was doing before. She had it before. Now she doesn't have it. It normally comes after a child maintenance. And then it comes even at the expense of what the husband likes. So it's easier to maintain. All right. It's easier for me to do a lot of things. Doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Because the guy actually liked her with long hair. She just chops it off. Hope you like it. They start doing medication and drugs. Another thing that happens, they start wanting to go lose the baby weight. I'm going to go out and girls nights out. These are all releases for them. Okay, uh, here we go right here. Uh, Britney Spears did this because it's easier, right? Oh, it's easier to maintain. <laughs> Look at that right there. But she was under some extreme stress because she was a celebrity, which celebrity does. I won't suggest it for anybody. Celebrity is difficult. Thoughts of harming yourself or the baby, recurring thoughts of deletion and self-deletion. All right, infanticide and all of that. Typically, mothers lead statistically in harming their children via uh, infanticide. This is not even debatable. So when we see these issues, and then we look back at the history of Britney Spears and her relationship with her baby child's father, calling him a deadbeat, calling him deadweight. Now you see what's happening here. She's admitting, and this is hard for women to do, she's admitting that she was the issue in the parentage. Now, let me see right here. It says right here, uh, it says right here in the court filing, it says Brittany. She hasn't seen her children 18 and 17 in over a year. That's not a big deal. It says right here, as they were settling their custody agreement, and we can kind of see why she hasn't seen them as well. She's also dealing with some other issues there. And, you know, the aging woman as well, some other stuff there. And they relocated to Hawaii. She agreed to it. She did not contest it. It says she didn't interfere or contest with the relocation. And she, he, uh, the attorney slams Kevin Federline's lawyer for speaking about the issue in public. All right, now here's the other thing going on here that I talked about. This is the other thing. In Britney's book, which came out October 24th, which is today, the singer reveals that she was allegedly pregnant for the first time when she was dating Justin Timberlake in the early 2000s, but they decided, they decided to get an early termination 
of pregnancy. Quote, it was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. Quote, I love Justin so much. I also expected us to have a family together one day. This would just be much earlier than I anticipated. Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said, we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives that they were way too young for it, she added. She also allegedly got pregnant from her then fiance. However, she suffered a miscarriage. Let's go back to Justin. Let's go back to Justin. Do you guys realize? And I'm going to look this up quickly. That the, the, the time between she got her early termination with Justin Timberlake and the time she met Kevin Federline, that was a small ass window. That window was short. And essentially what happened is she had a, she got pregnant, early termination. She immediately went into Kevin Federline. So somewhere within the next five years or certainly in the next three years and had another one and another shortly thereafter. You're telling me that that doesn't have an impact on who she was as a person, how she turned out hormonally, chemically, physically, mentally. Now you also have the ghost baby following her. That could actually drive people crazy. Let me let me turn let me look this up. Let me look this up. It's pretty, pretty apparent. That's uh I had time to cook here. Let me see if I can pull this up and get this really quick here. All right. It, I'm, I'm trying to see right here. If we can pull up some psychological effects real quick. So these, this is very much very, very drastic consequences to her mental health and her physical health. All right, I'm trying to get this right here. What are the mental effects of early termination pregnancy right here? Common mental stress. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Common mental stress. These aren't things that were, are talked about. These aren't things that people are going to talk about because then you're going to find out why behaviors are, are certain ways. All right, what is it right here? A self-harming behaviors like eating disorder or cutting, you, might be, you may be punishing yourself subconsciously as a result of unprocessed guilt or shame. Number two, knots in your stomach from lingering guilt you feel for violating your moral code. Number three, nightmares about your ghost baby and what you experience during the process, difficulty sleeping, depression that leads to outbursts of crying, the inability to enjoy anything, and even self-deleting thoughts, apathy and numbness towards everything, preoccupation with becoming pregnant again. We see that because she got pregnant thereafter and birthed out two boys after that. Difficulty bonding with your other children. We certainly see that. She admits this. Postpartum depression sees this. Now, why am I talking about this? This is to just put women down. This is to prepare men that these things can probably happen. And you won't be able to explain it. Not only will you not be able to explain it, you won't get the answers you need. Tattoos and piercings are something that replaces cutting. Shout out to our brother here, Joe Doe. So then when she has tattoos, I got this tattoo, I got this one. Why? She ain't going to say, because I deleted two babies. She's going to be like, well, you know, and it's not going to make sense to you. 
It's going to seem incomplete. It's going to seem incomplete. Sometimes fornication, there's a lot that's going on. And for men, we don't get direct answers. We don't get direct answers. They just kind of, oh, uh-huh. Then she's breaking down crying. Oh, what's wrong? I just need somebody to hold me and hug me. There's more than that. It's not that. Trust me. Britney Spears going crazy. All right, baby, what can I do so I can make you pleasure, you know, make our bedroom more pleasurable? Britney Spears like, look, she's like, there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm a hateful person. I'm the meanest woman alive. There's nothing. But guys, she can't give you these answers today. You're not going to get the answers. They're going to beat around the bush, and then years later, you'll finally get the answers. Yep, it was the postpartum depression, and it blew up the entire thing. <laughs> right? Now she want to let it out, and most, most people don't let it out. And I'm here to tell you, uh, just a person that has worked with women, I've been able to see these effects. I've been able to see these effects in real life, not just in my house. I'm talking about in real life. But nobody's ever going to tell you that this is it. This is where the problem lies. Are there any women in the house? There is. There are were few. But the reality is even earlier traumas that they women are always talking about trauma and trauma and they got this and they need to heal and they need to do what? Get self-care. And then they're wondering why you're not running to get self-care every day. Why you're not going to get self-care? Everybody needs help. You need somebody to talk to. Really? Well, what trauma are you talking about? <laughs> right? Ah, mm. uh, well, you know. Ah, uh, some stuff here and there. They're always experiencing trauma. Then when you tell them to explain said trauma, they don't have an explanation. Why? Because if they told you, you'd be looking at them like they crazy. You like, what? Stints of 304, uh, uh, what they call them, hoe phases. Sometimes early terminations of pregnancy. Sometimes when they were younger, they were touched on. Sometimes even that developed uh, teachers and coaches touching on them and, and having relationships with older men and older women, lesbianic relationships, feeling of not knowing who you are true. you you can't open up and be who you are. Judgment. Promiscuity. Pastor, pastor, parishioner relationships. Sex with their boss in the bank vault when they were 19 and 16 and all that shit. <laughs> and there's a lot of that going on because they'll tell you getting domestically violated by their teenage boyfriend kidnaps I mean there's a whole bunch of stuff they dealing with yep pookies ran, ran running through them and uh, this is why then when they get as they get older they're, they're, they're letting these things out they start going on their Maya Angelou and their soft girl phase and they start reading shit they be read, yeah, the camp counselor sex, right? They start reading some Maya Angelou and some uh, Tony, Tony, whatever that girl's name is. Tony, whatever her name is. I can't remember that. Tony something. They start reading that shit to me, listening to Nikki Giovanni, and they be like the, the flower that grew in the concrete. And you be listening, they be reading it, and they be getting together with Oprah Book of the Month Club, and they be talking and shit. You be like, because you as a guy, 
you ain't been through it. You could have been a person that maybe perpetrated an act on the person. All right, but you you ain't been through that type of trauma. So you, yeah, Toni Morrison is the woman's name. Toni Morrison, Toni Morrison. Premarital sex, affairs, affairs, affairs that resulted in pregnancy. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit. So you ain't been through these traumas that, that, initiated when they were 12 13 14 16 18 20 24 you ain't been through it so they want to go into their what do they call it their flowetry they want to go to the deaf poetry dram they were doing all that stuff and you're trying to figure it out you're like what's going on and what they go to church and they start shouting and screaming ah getting the holy ghost crying <laughs> And you're looking at her like, why are you shouting so much? Why are you crying? Why are you confessing and talking in tongues? And <laughs> they had to sleep with their boss for five years and shit. And you're looking at them like, they confessing, they skin. They going to palm readers and soothsayers and they, they, they going to get crystals and gems and they're going into their, what are they doing? They're doing spirituality. They're spirituality, getting spiritual about things. And you just want to watch basketball. You just want to watch the basketball game. You're like, cool. What time the Lakers playing today? Yeah. What time the Lakers playing? That's all the only thing on your mind. And maybe getting some puss. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, look. It's those things that we really don't understand as men. And until we understand and deep dive, or at least women share, which some of these things are embarrassing they don't want to share it because of judgment. We really won't understand until it's way down the line. And I'm glad Britney Spears was able to come out and say this because when you put it into context, she's basically saying as a mother and a partner spouse to Kevin Federline, she was a damn evil, mean woman the entire time. She called herself the meanest woman alive. Like, what do you, like, for a two or three year period, you was the meanest woman alive? What was Kevin's Federline supposed to do? I feel bad for Kevin Federline. He probably made his best attempt to soothe her toxicity, and he couldn't do it. Many married men have gone through this. Many men that have been divorced, go, you probably tried to do everything and didn't get no answers. And then Kevin Federline got his answers finally, like, damn, finally. <laughs> it explains it. All right, let me get to these super chats, man. Yep, they get the Ouija board and all of that shit, man. It's a weird thing, but I'm here to help you, brother. Shout out to C3. Augustus says, says all hell. Gregorio Cunningham Rothschild in the building. Nanny goat. New, 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 new world order. Indeed. Shout out to Jorge Cruz says, coach, it's crazy you say. That about single men, Ben Shapiro said society without marriage makes men menaces without addressing he addressed the red pill. So when they say things like that, single men are menaces, they're danger, they're danger to common decent society, that's people's stigma of single men being dangerous. Right? But they're putting the worst case scenario that men are gonna be out here raping and assaulting people because they're single. So they're putting worst case scenario, but People that are involved in community planning and building, you know, unless it's a downtown apartment, they're not trying to get 
They're not trying to get men out here single like that. All right, Kevin Federline. <laughs> Kevin Federline. Maryland guy says, you're right. A married guy got promoted over me at work. They told me, well, he's got kids and a wife. There you go. So people don't believe it. That happens. Well, he's got a kid and a wife. He needs extra money. He could use the overtime. He could use the bump in pay. You're just a single guy. You can live off of what you're doing. Actually, you're living good. You traveling and got good cars and motorcycles and shit, right? So you don't need the income bump. So it's, you know, I know a lot of young guys don't understand it, but yeah. He's got a wife and kids. In fact, I, I took a job when I was married. I took one of the jobs in New York, Stony Brook. And um, they moved me to a certain title and income because I was uh, married with kids, married with young kids. And when I got to that job, I didn't know anybody. But having a wife and kids, they, they was like, oh, you go. Uh, the athletic director at the time was like, yep, I'm going to get you lined up, get you a head coach position. Maybe one day down the line, years down the line, you could be the head coach. I had the, I had the uh, perfect picture. I was picture perfect. I was picture perfect. Wife, two kids, <laughs> position, polo shirt, khakis. Picture perfect. That shit, that that shit right there is worth a lot. All right, anyway. Shout out to Darnell says you can never get rid of it. He says with every man, a woman has a sexual relationship with she absorbs his spermatozoa. All right, which becomes a part of her forever. The study autopsied the brain of elderly women, many of whom have uh, carried the male DNA for more than 50 years. And this is called microchimerism, microchimerism, a.k.a. Um, you know, th this is studied amongst the medical professions. So much so that some people do have a belief that if she does have remaining DNA in her system, she actually takes on the genetic code of her male suitors. This is all theory, but people take it as truth. There's some people that believe it as truth. Not only that, some other of her male suitors' DNA could be, could be in the offspring of the latter male uh, contributors of sperm. So what happens is once the baby comes, it is believed that by a group of people that the ch child can have characteristics of previous male suitors. Um, people don't know about this as well. People don't know about this as well. Uh, sperm is not, I, I, I don't need, cell-wise, I don't think it could degrade to the point where it's non-existent. So just think about it. I, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it, but that's what they're trying to say. It doesn't degrade. It doesn't dissolve where it's non-existent. Shout out to, um, oh, okay. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. Micro. Imerism. Uh, you will find that people are definitely against this theory. And uh, let me see if I can pull it up. I've done, I did a video on this way long time ago. <laughs> All right, man. All right, here we go. Uh, there we go right here. Let me see if I can pull it up just so you can see it right here. Uh-huh. All right, here we go right here. 
I want to get a good article. Fetal microchimerism, microchimerism and implications for maternal health. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's not. Let me see here. Okay, this is a good one right here. This is probably a good one. Let's see if it, it's just an abstract. Just an abstract. So we'll, t- we'll just show you that medically, this is not a theory. This is not a theory. This is not a theory that the red pill came up with, but the red pill kind of exposed it. All right, it says right here, fetal microchimerism, microchimerism derives from fetal cells that persist after pregnancy and is usually evaluated by tests for male microchimerism, microchimerism in women who gave birth to sons. We investigate male microchimerism in women without sons and examine correlations with prior pregnancy history. Okay, we studied healthy women and women with rheumatoid arthritis. All right, it says right here, the results were expressed in the number of male cells that were, okay, let me see here. It found that, it says male microchimerism was found in 21% of women overall, healthy women and women without RDA. So they're basically finding out that even male fetuses leave a little bit of, let me see here, it says micro, male microchimerism was not infrequent in women without sons. Besides known pregnancies, other possible sources of male microchimerism included unrecognized spontaneous, spontaneous, wait, spontaneous early terminations of pregnancy, vanished male twins, and older brothers transferred uh, by maternal cir- circulation and or sexual intercourse. There we go right there. So they're trying to figure out why there is male DNA in women. And then they, they basically took women who had sons and women did not. And the women that did not have sons, there was still male DNA in them. Right? So, right here. So if there's male DNA in a woman that never had a male son, they're trying to explain why. This is where the theory of the microchimerism, microchimerism came from. Why does this woman have male DNA? Well, here's the reasons why. Well, there's an unrecognized spontaneous early termination of pregnancy or a miscarriage of a male fetus, a vanishing male twin. Could that be it? Maybe there was a male twin in there that vanished. All right, an older brother transferred by maternal circulation. I don't know what that means. What is that? Uh, uh, a male child uh, sucking on um, breast milk or sexual intercourse with the male. That's where it came from. It was like they never had a male in their body. Why are there male DNA in her body? Then they start going into dissecting brains of women, and they found that they had in their brain cavity, in their skull, they had male DNA in their skull. Ninja, hey, I ain't here making it up. (laughs) Here we go right here. Let me see here. See if I can pull that article up. Microchimerism in the human brain. It says right here, there's applied, amplified male DNA in female brain tissue of women who did not have children, male children. There's a lot going on here. A lot going on here. Let's see here, let's call them. 
pull it up here. Uh, this is all medically studied. This is not new. Thank you very much. <laughs> dumb, dumbass ninjas. Thank you. We, we already acknowledged that. Jesus. It's always the smart guys. The, the lifelong MGTOWs and shit that always got to say that in the comment section. Thank you. We already acknowledged this. Appreciate it. <laughs> Shut up. Thank you. We already acknowledged that this is old conversation and talking points for Rip Hill. Congratulations. All right, let's continue. <laughs> Shut up. This is not new information. All right. Ass ninjas. Ay, ay, ay. Where we at here? Okay, here we go, right here. Try to find uh here. All right, here we go. Here we go, right here. All right, here we go, right here. This is it. This is what right here. All right, so this is, an, this is a story that's after the effect. It says right here, male DNA living forever in women after sex is short on evidence. Here's another one right here. Women might have, if you're a woman, you might have male DNA inside your body. Here's why. A, 2020, a 2017, here you go. I already did a video about this in 2018. It says a news story, and they say news in quotes. Story went viral after claiming that women absorb and retain DNA from male sexual partners. It is true that women can keep up, uh, can end up with male DNA in their bodies, but there's no evidence to say that sex is the cause. Now, the reason why they're saying there's no evidence to say that sex is the cause is because of the previous article that I read where it said banishing males twin um, it, it, it was, could be from a kid having, uh, you know, sucking on the mom's nipple. You, I, I read the excuses or the possible, we don't know where they're saying, we don't know where this male DNA comes from. So that's why they say there's no evidence that it's just sex alone, but we all know what it is. <laughs> we all know the body count group that they studied, but they still found women that did not have male babies still had male dna ah there it is but it can also happen to women without sons okay so why now when it comes down to it we just can't say they skeezers right mm. we're just gonna say somebody says it's the ghost baby syndrome all right uh i'm gonna get back to that we just can't be like we can't just chalk it up to maybe they was out here all right going down the esophagus and it ended up in their brain they just refuse to do it it's possible they picked up male DNA while still in their mother's womb. <laughs> or they were taking shots down the esophagus. How about that? No, they picked up male DNA. So they're saying when they were a female fetus and they were born, if they had a male brother, they had male DNA from the ninja, please. They just refuse to take that L. It says right here, maybe they picked up the male DNA while still in their mother's womb via a male twin or an older brother. 
Or maybe daddy was still hitting them guts <laughs> while the baby was in the room. Okay, it says right here, a website made a shocking claim that women could permanently retain DNA of their male sexual partners. The story went viral, spurring a string of panic, stoking copycat posts across the internet. The article referenced a new study that found evidence of male DNA inside the brains of women to up to age 94. The study published in 2012, remember this isn't new, wasn't new, but it was real lending the idea at least an air of legitimacy. It says right here, the various articles also came to the same conclusion that wayward sperm must be at least one reason for the presence of male DNA in women's bodies. Quote, when a sperm enters a woman, it swims until it hits a wall, then seeps into their flesh. It then enters the bloodstream and collects in your brain and spine. You can never get rid of it. Now, the only problem is that this claim isn't true. According to a biologist, Dr. J. Lee Nelson, a member of the Clinical Research Division of Fred Hutchinson Cancer Resource Center, and another author of that 2012 study. Here's what they found out. It is possible for women to have male DNA in their bodies, and it's often because of pregnancy. So as you see here, now they're coming out saying there's no science that says DNA comes from sexual partners. What? How? Mm. Like, 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 come on, man. How? How, how does, how does, I got I can't put that picture on there. How does DNA not come from sexual partners? So when they studied it, so as you can see, I'm trying to present both sides to you. But anyway, I mean, there's D, there's a million of on my shoe inside of her. How? How does not anyway? I mean, it's kind of weird, man. But anyway. So they shuffling and tap dancing around it. Shout out to Hex. Euripidus says, thanks for another great show, coach. Free agent lifestyles up. Thank you, sir. Ninja Snuggle says, it's the ghost baby syndrome. It's like they lost the baby, but still feel like it's there. Yep, the ghost baby syndrome does have long-lasting effects. It never goes away. That child still holds a place in the woman's life. Even when the children are 50, it's similar to a miscarriage or a twin that loses their life, but the other twin it uh, still lives on. So say you have twins in your body. One twin loses their life or doesn't make it through the uh, the birth. Well, she's not going to tell you as a child growing up, you were a twin. They're just going to let you grow up and not tell you that. You might not learn that until later. But as you grow up, the possibility of another a twin, another sibling, a sibling that's older than the rest of the kids, a sibling in the middle, a sibling in the end, that person still exists, similar to a miscarriage. So even if a woman has a miscarriage, the trauma and the loss still exist. They'll have a name for the person. They'll have a what if, what the possibility of that kid could have become. So that ghost baby exists, similar to early terminations of pregnancy. Right? It's similar. There's no difference probably psychologically to how they categorize and catalog that baby. That baby still exists. As long as that woman exists, that child exists in her head. Ghost baby. <laughs> All right. Anyway, 
And they'll be like, oh, man, you know, maybe if that baby, that baby could have been president. That baby could have been. Anyway, just interesting information. But what somebody said, how should we navigate with this information? Here's the deal. Know these things before you, because when you get into relationships, these things are going to affect your relationship. You're never going to be told these things. Nobody's going to have an outright conversation. But when you see weird behavior and you can't explain it, I'm giving you a lot of things to that, that will explain it. And these are things that even if you have this information and you go forth, these things are going to complicate your relationship. That's number one. Number two, the older woman you're dealing with, the more trauma she got. So when they say, hey, nothing wrong with a woman over 28, Nothing wrong with a woman 30. Nothing wrong with a woman that's 40. This is why I don't date highly attractive women that are 40 years old and above. Like, you know that hot girl, the hot woman, she's super duper sexy. you like, damn, she fine as hell. That woman got so much trauma, it's ridiculous. That woman been traumatized her whole life, including when she was a child, because she was attractive. You know, people considered her probably, and they probably were doing, I don't even want to say it, but that's probably what happened, <laughs> okay, unfortunately. And what happens is that woman carries that way until she's 40, 45. And that's not including when she was backstage, underage, adolescence. How you doing? That's not, that don't include when she was out there backstage with ABC, BBD, and the East Coast family. That doesn't include when she was on the tour bus when she was out there, that doesn't include the days. That doesn't include the days she used to date ninjas from the NFL. That don't include the days when she started drinking. You know what? There's another story I want to share about that. I'll do that tomorrow. That doesn't include any of these things. So, yeah, she's fine. But men inherently believe that women's lives are like men's lives. They are not. We live the opposite life. Our 20s, most men, is a struggle to even get any sexual attention. Women, on the other hand, have it jump right into their lap when they're teenagers. Then drugs, alcohol, uh, um, fornication, rebellion, early term. The, all the things we talked about plays a part in their life in those early years. We mostly, 80% of us, avoid all of it. We get none of that. Where does our trauma come from? Picking the wrong mate. That's where our trauma comes from. Picking the wrong goddamn mate that had way too much baggage. Or that went through a mental health disorder, postpartum depression. A male's trauma comes from lack of interest in women, from women, and bad relationships with women. That's where our trauma comes from. And it's normally later in life. It's early in life, rejection. Then later in life, wrong mate. That's where our trauma comes from. All right, their trauma comes from all of that way in middle school and beyond. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know it fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. All right. Um, but yeah, somebody said, how do you navigate? Just understand if you ever deal with somebody, a woman or a relationship, and you don't have answers and you can't explain answers. Why is she acting? Why is our relationship crumbling? 
what's going on. Just know you ain't getting the answers now. Try to use some of these things to perhaps maybe empathize, sympathize, or understand what she's going through. If she's now going on a tattoo binge, that's trauma. That's not her wanting to like tattoos. That probably more likely than not is trauma, especially when the tattoos are ugly as hell. This is a form of cutting. This is a form of hurting herself. This is a form of rebellion. It's trauma. It's not an interest in, in skin art. And understand, that's a lot of women go through trauma early in their lives. That's what you do with the info. What you don't do is go out there and swing it around and persecute them for it and judge them. What you do is you use it to vet people that you're in, uh, 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 getting in relationships with. You vet them. They're all got emotional damage to an extent. Then if they don't have the damage, they're going to get the damage if they have a baby, just statistically. They're going to get that damage and get that trauma. Then it's going to manifest in your experience with them. That's how you carry it through. You got a vet. Any woman past 28 got mad baggage. Mad. Don't think you found a special diamond in the rough. They, if you really investigate them and vet them, or they're seeking self-care or health therapy and or on mental health medication and or divorce previously, they come in with baggage. Don't think you found a gem. A gen- oh, man, this girl's different. No. Nope. She's she not different. She's showing you the mask is still on. There's no way she got to that age to 30 without trauma. There's, there's almost no way she got to 80. I'm sorry, to 30 without any trauma. She dealing with some stuff. So that's how you use it. But And I don't want men to go tell women about their trauma or their issues. There, there's no point in it. There's no point in it. There's no need to judge them and, and, and name call. We're past that. We should be grown up and past all that so that they can open up to us and reveal everything. We want them to reveal it. But by judging them, calling them names, what you're doing is you're making them continue to hide it. All they're going to do is close up and hide. We want these hoes talking about this shit on Instagram and TikTok. Keep talking. Because all you're doing is helping us out. Keep singing, baby. But arguing via text message, telling them about themselves, it does nothing. This is what we're doing here. This is what we do here. We keep all the judgment here. Okay? When you go out, all you do is now look for actions. Just look. Remember, actions speak louder than words. You watch. You don't talk to them about it. You don't tell them about it. Because all they're going to do is gaslight you, manipulate you, Jedi mind trick you, and they're going to lock up and say, we need to stop talking. What you need to do is just watch. Just look at it. You're going to see it. It's going to represent. It's going to jump out at you like the devil's advocate. <laughs> and you don't, need to, you don't need them to explain it. Well, I noticed some issues. Just look and keep moving. You don't need to ask them and tell them to open up. Then you just look and you'll see it and then you'll just adapt. You walk away, right? You'd be like, okay, trust the signs. You ever see the devil's advocate? The devil's advocate right here? In the movie? Right? Oh, I got to be careful what I show you here and when I scroll down. 
There's a scene of the, the devil's advocate where she could see. And so when she got on that side, she could see the demons. The women had demons in them. And then she was like, yo, you don't have to tell them you see the demons. Then she went out with them, and then she was cool, and she was like, hey, I'm with the popular girls. I'm with the pretty women. And then they went into the area to try on the dress. Is there a gift? There it is. They went, there it is right there. There, there. There's the gift right there. Oh, wait a minute. You can't see it. There it is right there. They went in to try on that dress, and she's like, look, then she revealed. I, I got the demon in me. I got the Jezebel spirit. And they'll show you. They'll show you maybe through sexual perversion, degradation, or degrading themselves, wanting to be choked, hair pulled, spit down their throat. They're, they're going to show you. Trust the signs. They're going to reveal it to you. They're going to want to reveal it to you little by little. Yep, I'm a freak. I'm nasty. Do anything. Degrade me. Choke me. Spit on me. Spank me. Call me daddy. Pull my hair. Daddy. That, they'll tell you. And then what you do is you use them for recreation or you don't, you don't transmute with them. You back away. You read the signs and you say, uh, I've seen enough. You don't need to explain it. You don't need to tell them. You don't need to sit down. You don't need to judge them. You don't need to call them names. Just take the info, trust your gut, keep it moving. That's the true sense of maturity for men. That's the true sense of maturity. When I see men out here calling women names, like I do this on the show. I don't do this out in public. We do this for entertainment. When I see you out here arguing with them on text messages and screenshotting that shit and showing me, you don't need to do it. It's not even necessary at all. The best thing you do is radio silence, walk the hell off. <laughs> that is the rip. Y'all goofy when y'all trying to, and I bet you've been traumatized. And I was watching Coach Greg Adams, and he said, you probably got years and years of bill and pill drama, unhealed trauma since you was a teenager. Why? Why have that conversation? It doesn't better you. It doesn't make her re keep revealing herself. She's going to shut down and you're going to look like a moron. Just know I see the signs politely and just walk the hell off right here. Big Buck says it's biblical. The Lord said you will become one. That is micro shimmerism. You will become one. And they said, this is also why 304s go crazy, too much sperm. And, uh, you know, people also talk about the emotional soul ties of sex. Well, if you multiply that by 10, 20, 30, 50, I mean, you cannot then say that you're mentally stable. So that if you do have an episode disregarding the promiscuity, it's actually ridiculous. All right, I got two more, man. It's disregarding it. it. Even this microchimerism article, they just disregarding promiscuity. Right? Shout out to the, uh, we got Gene Winsky says, uh, sacred energy exchange equals sex. That energy cannot be killed. It can only be transferred. That's why it's still in that peace leave. And not only that, we also talk about, what did they call it? Um, imprinting. Imprinting. Their first three sexual partners imprint them. Men get it printed through sex. If you were exposed through sex way too early, if you have an older person, older woman that has done things to you and that woman's fat and overweight, or if the person around you, many people sexually that you might be aroused to or exposed to are all fat and overweight, guess what you're going to do? 
You're going to find them pleasurable. <laughs> like, you're going to find them attractive. You're not going to find the skinny ones attractive. Maybe the first woman that is the lunch lady and was giving you flirtation signals and you thought about it. That's an imprinting. These things are carried on later in life. The reason why women tend to pick bad guys is because those are the first sexual experiences they have. Almost all women, their first sexual experiences are ninjas, mouthpiece ninjas, pookies, men that speak up, uh, men with jerry curls in the back in the 80s, and they were slightly mature and, and, and more status than the goofy ninjas. Those are the first ones to pull them to the side. Come here, girl. And she was like, okay. And she was just trying to get her a little experience on. First ninja to touch on them, kiss on them, talk to them. That was the first guys. Mouthpiece ninjas. Pookies. So then they can't get that pookie shit out. They can't. Those are She's been imprinted by that. She'll always return to that, even in the intermittent of being with good quality ninjas. In these streets. Yeah. Shout out to Kaylin. Biology is undefeated. He says these women have taken uh, one too many cream pies from too many men. And we accept these things. If you want to fight, reject it, deny it. I don't know what to tell you. Bob says, can men rent a family for a week to advance his career? I'm sure there's a movie about that. I'm sure there's a movie. Oh, actually, there is a movie about that. There's a movie, I think, with Jennifer Aniston. And I want to say Adam Sandler that has something to do with that. Is that not true? Guy, I think Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler or somebody else has a movie about um, a guy that, um, yeah, I think that's true. He was in some trouble and they rented a family. What was it called? The Millers? I think it was called The Millers. And they were in an RV and he kind of rented a family. I don't remember the... Let me see if I can pull up a... Yep. Oh, so it's not Adam Sandler. It was. Uh, it definitely was Jennifer Aniston. So, yeah, we're the Millers. So, I don't know if it solves the problem, but, yeah. This is a similar movie right here. So, they have the teenage daughter, the teenage son. They have the drug dealer guy, the stripper mom. So, there you go right there. That would be the closest. It's Jason Sudeikis, yeah. That would be the closest coming to that where they rent the movie or put the movie, put the family together to hide some drug run or whatever it is. So yeah, that's the closest. Instant family is another one. Isn't that the one about adoption? Yeah, they were running drugs. So that would be the closest. That's the only thing I think about, but I'm sure there is a movie of a guy that did put a family together to make sure he got a career advancement. As a matter of fact, um, the movie last one, I got to get out of here. The movie about, um, damn, Idris Elba was in a movie, begins with an O. There was a white girl, he was married to Beyonce. Anyway, that movie kind of highlighted that the family structure and his work ethic got him the promotion. He married the beautiful wife, he had the beautiful family, and he was highly promoted to his position through his work ethic, and he was a top one. What was it called? Obsessed. Obsessed was the movie. And they kept highlighting the fact that he was the picture-perfect corporate guy. 
So much so that the white girl was going to bust it up. <laughs> she was trying to bust it up and get to where Beyonce's characters was. There you go right there. Look, man, shout out to the coach gang. Uh, appreciate the support. We're going to be back. Thanks for sticking in with me, man. And we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to be back tomorrow. We out of here. Peace.